0: pages of a mystical storybook, a tapestry of ever-changing tales unfolds. Welcome to the Chronicles of the Damned, a captivating series that weaves together realms of unimaginable wonders and haunting mysteries.
1: Venture into a world where the very fabric of reality is in flux, where heroes and heroines navigate shifting landscapes and face new perils with each turning of the page.
0: From the darkest corners of horror, to the realms of high fantasy. Each trilogy of episodes reveals a different theme, crafting a unique narrative tapestry. Discover the secrets of ancient civilizations, eldritch powers that defy comprehension, and the harrowing depths of the human psyche.
1: Traverse enchanted forests where legends come alive and mythical creatures roam. Ascend towering citadels where power and politics shape the fate of nations. Plunge into the depths of unexplored abysses or the mysteries of the
2: cosmos await your discovery.
0: With every triad of tales, a new chapter unfurls, inviting you to embark on a fresh adventure. Each theme, distinct and captivating, will transport you to a world beyond imagination where magic and danger entwine.
1: Will you delve into the depths of untold secrets or ascend to the heights of heroic legend? The choice is yours as you immerse yourself into the boundless possibilities of this ever-evolving storybook.
0: Welcome to Chronicles of the Damned. Hello, and welcome to Dungeons and Magi. In the realm of ever-changing tales, welcome to Chronicles of the Damned. With each session, a new chapter unfolds, revealing wonders and dangers unimagined. Embrace the journey, for heroes will rise, destinies will be written, and the storybook will come alive before your very eyes. Prepare to be enchanted as we venture forth into a world where imagination knows no bounds. I am your story weaver, let the story begin. Last we left off, the group made their way through the world of a comic book as these amazing superheroes that gained epic powers and fought even more epic beings going through different times, one of them being the time of, seemingly, the time of World War II. Uh, things a little bit different, a little bit chaotic, uh, than you were greeted by Cthulhu, Thank that you, for that. you that did defeat after a little bit of a battle, and you were then transported into a seemingly familiar place. That's where we pick up tonight. As you walk through the portal, you find yourselves in a familiar place. A small village. There are numerous children running around. Most look to be other species. A young woman approaches you and stands in front of you, her arms crossed. She has long black hair done in braids, her ears point, pointed slightly. Her clothes look tattered, but not in disrepair, more like their work clothes. Goggles sit atop her head and a large gun sits on her hip. She speaks. Who are you and what the hell are you doing here?
1: I kind of look around and, us, talking to me? Talking to, is everyone, do I see everyone around me? Well, Everybody I have
3: around you. no idea. <laughs>
1: Uh, neither
3: do we want to hear yeah. We know
1: we're...
4: We we've been going through a storybook and it been us here.
1: Yeah, we were in uh, in France and then we were in a haunted house and then uh, a comic book and yeah, it's been kinda of crazy. You,
0: you guys seem a little as whacked out as Belvis does. Belvis? I'm sorry, big part. Po- Belvis? Uh, big part? I'm
5: pretty sure Belvis is a little bit more whacked out.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. You... Bel Belvis is is one of my friends. Uh, this really weird looking lokatha Um but... does he sound okay, a little bit I
6: like do a have
5: through? one question, Dan. Uh, do we know everything?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. You, you know your campaign.
5: Okay. Yes. That's what I wanted to know. You, you are That's in your I'm... story. Uh, I am sorry.
0: This person just just does not know
1: who you are. Uh w- one moment uh, please. I tell everybody I, I beckon for everybody to come and over. Then and then obviously
0: Bell. obviously remember you've never seen visual representations of characters. I'm pretty um, sure
5: Bella's a little bit more wet out um us.
1: I, I kind of oh. just like uh, give us a moment please. I, I huddle everyone. every I I um where they said Belvis, right? My, my character, Beryl, Belvis? Yeah,
5: sounds like the, uh, it. My, up my, up, my awesome like, Aussie,
1: Aussie awesome Fish?
3: I
5: look up at the person there and I'm like, so you're telling me that there's Belvis.
1: Is there somebody here named Arlie?
5: Arlie? Is there someone here named Arlie?
0: There was. Singe. There was. Akira? Yeah, she's right over there. How do you... Safi? She's... She is here sometimes. There doesn't have... Rohan? Huh. Yeah. Uh, I can't get rid of him. Uh, excuse <laughs> me, is there, is
1: there a temple here dedicated to Sobek? Yeah,
0: How How do you
2: know...
3: That uh, oh, uh guys.
5: Do I, our voices
2: I,
3: sound familiar at all?
0: Are you, no, no.
3: are you Charlie by any chance?
0: How the fuck do you know who I am? Oh.
4: Uh, 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 okay, this is going to sound really fucking weird. We're from I a different have... world, and uh, in the world that we are from...
1: We created you.
4: We
3: created... Yeah, it's weird
0: I probably know.
3: to hear, You're... especially with gods in this world already.
0: I, I'm pretty oh. sure my parents did that. <laughs> Wait, are you my dad? <laughs> no, no.
5: <laughs> I like well, her already.
6: Mm.
5: Like the,
4: the world we we are from. We, we played you. created the
5: character. The character.
4: I played. I played Bakira.
5: I played played Arlie and Sin. Well, well, this is going to be...
3: Yeah. It's Uh, hard to believe. I could sketch literally any of those characters right now on the ground if you don't believe us. And and I I kind
5: of point my finger over to Ben. I'm like, that one there played Belvis. I am so sorry. Hey!
0: you, You must know this guy and behind... You see walking, you see a large, lengthy fur walking.
5: Ellowyn! Ellowyn! No.
0: I- it can't be. I
5: forgot be. how
3: fucking tall he was.
2: Oh. I- oh okay. God, that's so no. Okay,
3: that voice is fake. We know that Ooh. voice is fake. Ooh. Yeah, Ellowyn. Yeah, we know voice you're
1: is 100% faking it.
3: Fake.
2: Eh
0: god damn it. huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it usually works. No, now, you now us we then. heard the first especially
4: time we heard it. it, it especially when funny. It, it was great. And I just
5: look at Ellen and I'm like, especially when I
1: played Arlie. Uh Okay, this is very surreal.
5: Where's Quackicus?
1: I look to this, to Charlie. Can I looked at
3: Ellen Elle and I'm like, where's
1: Quackicus? You do not get to touch oh. my sword. He's a duck. He's not
3: a sword anymore. Yes, he's a, he's duck, a duck now.
5: Yeah. You don't Greg
1: touch is? my duck.
3: Ben, shut up. Okay,
4: okay. Where's okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Our, our Charlie and Elowen are very confused by us right now, and I apologize for this. Um, we are kind of excited all- and terrified Cara, at
5: the same time. Cara, <laughs> of all the fucked up shit that we remember and know from exactly we why in... i'm terrified so i'm pretty sure they're not terrified and they're probably used to this craziness by now yeah
3: if anyone charlie's probably pretty okay. used to it
5: and
7: so uh, is i'm Al- sure Al- we do- may have an arrow pointing at us at some point
3: yeah, i'm sure we do. pretty
5: sure arlie's around here somewhere and eloine knows how crazy arlie is so
1: um so uh tell us uh Charlie, sheriff Charlie. I see the gun, the holster, gun. Are you? Are you the law? She's larva? an
5: artificer. Of course, she's gonna have a gun.
1: Oh, I'm just asking a question.
0: Shh, Sh- sure, question. I'll. Well, all right, I'll, then fine. I'll, well, I'll be your Huckleberry.
1: Okay, Val Kilmer, thanks <laughs> a lot. Um, I'll be your Huckleberry. Oh, God. Um. So, um.
0: We love you, Val Kilmer. <laughs> Who, who's in charge around here? Um. Nobody's really in charge. It, we just kind of are here. Okay. Um, people come and okay. go. I mean, uh, Andrew's miseries and kind of established this place, and most of them have come and gone, and not every, not all of them are here.
5: Oh, so yeah. this is like way after Zophos. To... I think we're in that pocket realm. Are we in that pocket yeah. realm?
0: Is the... I, I, are I we? guess we are. Yes. Um, Maybe we oh, should go oh, see what's oh. going on this around is, here. This is the pocket realm that you guys never really explored. I
5: looked at Elwin uh, and I'm like, how's
0: Quackicus doing? Oh, well, uh, we just call him Quiss now. Quiss? Quiss? It's easier than
7: Quack. I don't want to hear any jokes, you guys.
0: And... He he, <laughs>
6: <laughs> he
0: whistles, and you're expecting this this little duck to come out, but instead this large human walks out.
5: Wait, what the he fuck?
0: Ha- he has all white armor that looks like feathers and a large sword on his back.
3: Last time I saw, we saw...
0: Weren't you a duck?
3: He was a yeah, duck! Yeah, how did you get out of your duck form? He was a duck. Wait, is it? And now he was... Tell me. Okay, he started out as a sword, then then
4: he's a duck, and now he's, he's
0: that. This, this, is me.
1: Have oh. you, is this your, wait a minute, did Belvis carry, was Belvis carry around a dude who got turned into a duck, that got turned into a sword? I was cursed.
4: You were cursed. Oh But you
1: didn't no. bother to ask. I suddenly feel bad for some of my my role playing of Belvis. Ro- oh Oh.
4: you poor poor soul.
0: So you are you doing this in game too? Yes. Yeah,
1: why not? I ro- okay, I just so took so out a
0: dice of you and- you pick up a a rock that's shaped like a square. <laughs> um, and you you roll, it, and it b- 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 rolls into a four, and you just see him go. God fucking damn it! I hate you. What would I do? Shouldn't you, shouldn't you hit? you, just you controlled hit?
3: Trolled the man's emotions right in front of him. Ugh. I'd be mad
1: too.
0: God, I hate when that happens. Uh, I'm assuming uh,
1: you. I, I'm assuming. <laughs> hey, hey! Don't help! Oh, don't I help! Don't ask you.
3: I'd be mad too.
1: Okay, I'll, put, I'll okay. See, I put. I'm putting. I'm putting the dice away.
4: I'm actually curious dice. at how Pekira is doing. It doesn't work for you. I, I'm I, I
1: actually kinda, gonna
4: go and look for Pekira.
0: I'm gonna go look for my man Belvis. Okay.
5: I'm gonna go look for Arlie.
0: So, is everybody looking for their own characters? Yes. Yeah. Well,
6: I'm
5: just
0: uh, staying still because I don't want to
7: get shot I, by my.
0: I pull, I pull Pam and that's close. That's the one
7: that like, I fear right now. We're strangers trying don't to randomly them. move around. Yeah, that's true. And we have an archer here oh. that can well, shoot Char- us.
0: Before you guys move, Charlie kind of goes like this, and you hear rustling.
4: Hi, Rohan. Hi. And all you
0: hear is the you hear the relaxation of a bowstring. I
1: I pull Pam and close, and I'm like don't mention oh. about killing some of the characters. Oh, yeah. They might they might bring you up
0: on charges. <laughs> And I go yeah,
3: off look for Especially not Safi. Don't mention that, maybe. Okay,
0: so I'm going to do it this way.
3: Oh, boy.
0: Who's going first? Kira. <laughs> okay, oh, so... God. Kara, you... You go where you remember your character lives, where your character settled. Um and you walk up and there's gonna, a little hut with a wooden door.
4: I, I, I'm not. I am not just going to barge I'm going to knock.
0: Okay.
2: Uh,
0: give me one second. Uh, Alright, so... Uh, as you as you knock you hear like a bunch of locks being undone and you and standing in front of you is like kind of like peeking around the door um and you look um give me a Give me an observation check, please.
4: Trained in that. So, day 10. That's a 5 out of 10.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> uh. So, you look and you see one hand is transformed into a wolf claw.
4: Oh, Sakura, uh, I, I, I am not here to hurt you or anyone inside. I, I just wanted to meet you.
0: Who the fuck are you? Uh,
4: I'm the fucking bitch that uh, played you and kind of created you and your horrible backstory. And I'm sorry!
0: And she kind of, like, her head, as her head tilts, her face, just her face transforms into a wolf head. And she oh. begins sniffing you. Yep. Uh, and comes back and she opens the door all the way.
4: hey so, How are you <laughs> uh,
0: I come fucking in, I guess
4: okay, yeah, yeah, though no, this is awkward and Oh, God.
0: And give me another observation check as you walk in, if you walk in.
4: Yeah, I'm going to walk in, so that's a 6 out of 10.
0: Okay, so as you walk in, you see a, um, a cozy little hut, a few chairs in front of a fireplace, the quintessential retired adventurer life, Um. You hear some pitter pattering up above Aww. you um, and you see a, a few pictures up on the walls, a few paintings. Um, you, see a, you see three pictures of individual children that look to be mostly dragonborn, uh, very scaly. They do have hair. Um, which are, is not typical for Dragonborn. And then, so you get the feeling that they are mixed. And then you see what looks to be a family portrait. But where, right next to Bakira there's a taller figure. And at past the shoulders, it, it you see large claw marks that have gouged out the face.
4: Oh God. Do do I want to know what happened?
0: Oh, that. Um, Yeah, well, apparently three kids was too much. So, um, didn't love his kids, decided to just leave. Um, yeah, well, he's living somewhere else with someone else, I guess, but, um, but, uh, and you hear, again, you, as you're taking this in, you hear, um, the pitter-patter of steps running above you.
4: So, three of them, huh?
0: Yeah, they're, uh... They're, a Clawful, to say the least.
4: (laughs) Having twins myself, I can imagine.
0: Yeah, I, uh... It's... I mean, it's a lot different than... Being, uh, being an adventurer, and killing people for a living—that's for sure.
4: Yeah, yeah. But, that
2: is. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And you see. Uh, as the pitter pattering kind of stops, you hear Ember, Sable, Drake, come here. And three, you see Ember, who has this black and red scales, and their hair is like ginger red. Um, this, this is Emberclaw. We just, we call her Ember. Um, and then this one, and you see this one, the, the second child is like black and white spotted almost. It's really weird. Some of the scales are off and their hair is pure white. This is Sable and then the third one looks to be like this almost emerald color and they they have a like bright green mohawk running and this is drake he's he's the rebel child <laughs> <laughs> And they all, they all look up.
4: Hi, kid.
0: Um, mom, who's this?
4: <laughs> uh,
1: well, you see...
4: Uh, that is a very complicated answer.
0: Yeah, that's what my mom says about my dad all the time. <laughs> oh. oh, shit.
4: Uh, I, I, yeah,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm used, I'm used cool. to complicated
4: we come from a different world and uh yeah we ended up in this one after several other worlds
0: oh, oh uh, my gosh. yeah my 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 mom says that they were in another world too and ended up here. So, um, yeah. And the other, the other one, Drake, the one with the mohawk, talks. <sighs> yeah, this place is pretty lame. <laughs> I freaking hate it here.
4: Uh, and then, I'm sure. And then, I'm sure. Once you get older, your mom will let you get out.
0: You and see, go tear you,
4: some shit up.
0: You see Ember, Ember's. She's kind of like timid and shy, but and like that that quintessential like her her toes are pointed in. She's kind of like holding her hand. She's yeah. Uh, I I wish we could get out of here sometimes too. And you can tell she's the very mild, timid one. Probably probably the youngest. Drake, probably the oldest. They all look about the same size, but just based off the personality and you having twins, you can kind of guess what is what. Um, and uh, with that, we're going to cut to... No, oh, fuck. We're cutting the pan. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, who are you going to see? Arlie. Okay. So, you go over there, and before you can knock on the door, Elowen comes up behind you. Um, and he goes, huh.
5: <laughs> I jump and I'm like,
0: fuck! It's okay.
5: I know that voice is fake, so don't even try it out. And mean.
0: he opens the door. Oh! <laughs> come on in and he kind of has to duck underneath the door frame because it is low um but when you get inside go ahead and give me an observation check if you're going inside
5: yeah mm-hmm. 10
0: 10 Okay, um, so you see, as you get inside, it is much bigger inside to where Elowen can can walk normal. Um, some big chairs, some smaller chairs, you can kind of see which ones are his.
5: Elowen, um, I have a quick question. Why didn't you just make the door frame taller for
0: you? Uh, this was already here? Makes sense. Um... Yeah, we just kind of had to raise some beams a little bit, but, uh, what are you doing here?
5: Someone fucked with a book that wasn't supposed to be fucking with shit. No, no,
0: I'm in my house.
5: I used to play... I created the character, Harley. Oh. Hanson. Oh. And F.
0: So. so you're here to see them. Yeah. Well, Arlie's not here. She's She's off saving God knows what town right now. She could never sit still.
5: No.
0: Um, so, and the kids are old enough that they go with her now. Um Singe, she's no longer with us. She unfortunately got old and she had a good life, but it was her time yeah. and she well she lives with Daph now so she got patronage. patronage.
6: patronage?
0: she's she's not a patron but she Daph kind of took her in to give her a familiar place to live out eternity i guess for what she sacrificed for us um, what about our guys? Oh. <laughs> uh, actually, he's here.
5: How's he doing without Singe? And Daph and... Uh, I'm he... pretty sure he's worried about Arley too.
0: Oh, well, now he's... He's made it his mission to find these decks all over the world. Oh, um,
5: see, Ellen, I am begging you, please do not
0: help him find those oh, decks. Those... <sighs> he found one, he used it, we had to go save him. I'm tired, I can't do that anymore. Um, so yeah... He's, he's still pretty stupid.
6: Yeah.
5: Yeah, but <coughs> so everybody's doing good
0: though? Yeah, about as good as everybody can do. I mean, things have been weird around here. Some weird things happening. What
3: do you mean?
0: Stuff just changing, not being like it's supposed to be. Uh, it's... This place of peace is no longer a place of peace.
5: Yeah, we've... I've only just reemerged emerged from being stuck in a time-sand theme of bother with the group, and the last place we went to, they said the same thing. And the rest of the group has been dealing with the same stuff that stuff isn't the way it's supposed to be.
0: That's some wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Yes. I just throw it in there. I throw some Doctor Who in there.
5: It's apparently coming to Ragnarok, which is the end of the world. So we have to try and fix it.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Once you all catch up, Charlie's got some planes for you guys. Cause we don't do this stuff anymore. I'm too old, and you—you're looking at him, and you're seeing a lot of gray hairs.
6: Oh,
5: we—he's know-
0: slouched over a lot.
5: Ellen, we—we we got this. You guys earned. It. We know how much shit you guys been through. You've earned your rest.
0: You probably estimate Ellen's probably about ninety which is for fur Furbulg is oh. starting to get old he'll li- he'll live probably another 20 30 years naturally um, if he chooses to use any sort of magic he can live longer but um, and with that we're gonna cut away we are going to cut to Ben. Oh? So,
1: um I, I guess I'd go walking and trying to see where I can find Belvis. Yeah,
0: you go to where you remember Belvis settled, um and you knock on the <coughs> door and you the door slowly opens and you're expecting to see this fish like man and as it opens you see this like Humanoid blob. Um but... Glormax? Glor- Do I
2: know you?
1: Uh no. Um long story. Looking for your dad, Belvis. Okay. Is he home? Is where, where would he be? Um no,
2: he hasn't been home. What? Where, where, where'd he go? He took caution and left.
1: the hell is he doing with caution? And where do you learn, and when did he learn to actually use caution? <laughs> I don't know if oh, he ever sh- did. Thanks.
2: But he took it and
0: we haven't seen him in a few years. And
1: Bakir just let him have it?
0: Here has got her hands full. She has three kids.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. She does have those kids. Well, yeah. Um, uh, where, where's your where, where's your sister?
7: Um. Does Ben remember her name?
0: Yeah. What's her name? I don't remember.
5: I know it started with a B.
0: He's with her. Uh, she's with him. Okay. It's just me and my kids.
1: Oh, you have kids!
0: Yeah. Well, kind
1: of. What? What do you mean, kind of? Did you have kids with someone else, or did you just cut off part of you and made another person? Well, you see, my dad's an idiot. Hey. And don't be mean to your father.
0: He. may have taken another potion. I oh, forgot.
1: Why to did he take another potion? <laughs> Didn't he learn his lesson the first
2: time? Apparently not.
0: Something. He regurgitated up a few more, but he couldn't take care of them, so... Uh, uh. They're mine now.
1: So you have no idea where your dad went to? I have
0: absolutely no idea.
1: Uh, okay. I, uh... I decided to go to the tavern. And the, uh, the town's ta- I'm assuming this town has a tavern.
0: Uh, are you just asking him? Uh, yeah, I'm
1: gonna, before he goes, uh, yeah, Uh, is there a tavern around here? Tavern, bar, cantina?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we have the Scarlet Tavern.
1: I guess that sounds alright.
0: Where is it? Center of town? Uh, yeah, it's, it's over there. Um, they do, uh, drink specials, um every Saturday at 8 a.m. Oh? Yeah. You got any food there? Uh, they, they dish up some good stuff, uh, bread and cheese.
1: Wait, wait, bread and cheese? Yeah. You mean mozzarella
0: sticks? No. Bread and cheese. Mozzarella sticks? No. Bread and cheese.
1: Is this bread and cheese cooked?
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Never mind.
1: Nice meeting you Glormax. Say hi to the kids for me even though I didn't create them.
2: Goodbye, Ben. Hope you find your dad.
0: I just- <laughs> I've been sitting on that.
1: <laughs> I just shake my head and just-
5: Do like, uh, like what I'm message? Yeah.
1: And I just go over to the Scarlet Tavern
0: to go see what's inside. Okay. I've been sitting on that. I'm, I'm an Elf fan. I've been sitting on that. I never liked that movie. Um, well, you're...
3: <laughs> How poor. dare you? Right?
0: You know what? I've never seen like that movie.
7: Feral. Oh my I, gosh. Elf. Elf. Oh, I've seen Anywho, it. Anywho, I go... That's the
0: Goodbye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Um... I go to
1: the Scarlet Tavern and I enter, see what's inside. All right, well, we're
0: cutting to somebody else. <laughs> okay. Um... Alright, let's see which one of you we're cutting to. Okay. We are cutting to Elliot. Okay. Elliot, what are you doing?
3: Um so I know that Safi's only here sometimes, but by what um Charlie said. I am probably listening for the sound of probably about like 10 kids at least. A whole bunch of children yelling if she brings her kids around.
0: Okay. Um, you. There are quite a few children running around the village itself. Um, you do see a few tiefling children. Um,. And you see a couple of them, like, run into a house and kind of open the door and then the door closes. Okay, Um, I'm gonna
3: knock at that one.
0: Okay, so you... And it opens. And you see a large tiefling man, red skin, big horns that curl in the back. These elegant robes that just fall to the ground in purple. And he very suave-looking, little black goatee around. Almost like that quintessential like look of the devil that <laughs> you grew yeah. up seeing. The devil with the pitchfork in the... That's kind of what he looks like. Um, and he kind of... His hair's kind of messy. And he kind of like... Slicks it back and kind of flicks it back. And he kinda of leans up against the door frame. Oh can I help you?
3: Uh is, is is Safi home?
0: Um Yeah, she is. Uh what can I do for you? Yeah, uh, you looking to join us?
3: Uh <laughs> <laughs> in what fashion? <laughs>
0: And he kind of like runs his hand along his robe. Whatever fashion you wish.
3: Okay, I just want to talk to her really quick. (laughs)
6: Little
0: foreplay, I get it. Sure, (laughs) sure. Opens the door the rest of the way. Come on in. She's upstairs. All
3: right, all right. And I'm going to come inside and and start
0: listening. Safi, baby. You've got a visitor. And you hear another one. No, 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 she's not here to play. This one's not here to play. Oh. And <laughs> you see Safi come down and Safi is in uh is in like a like a nightrobe that is covering up any indecencies. Yeah. And Jakana is tying it as she comes down the stairs and she looks exactly like you picture purple like a purple blue tiefling, the long horns. Much more muscular in person.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Um just kind of like if you guys have ever seen like China the old WWE wrestler how big she was, that's that's kind of what she looks like and um she she comes down and she hits the bottom. Oh. Can I help you?
3: Um, this is gonna sound really weird. Uh We kind of dropped in here from another reality and I played as you.
0: Oh, you played as me.
3: Yeah, I'm the one that made the terrible decision of that original like Valley Girl voice that I had you do. We don't talk about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good so to see you're the, doing well. Yeah, I mean, my chest hurts every once in a while, but Mhm.
3: Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> you live though. That's great. I mean, eventually.
0: Yeah. Um a few kids uh Mhm. A great man. Um yeah, once I got him over the whole this thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But. Yeah. Um. What the fuck are you guys doing here?
3: We have no weird. idea. This is weird. I know. I just I couldn't miss up on the, the, the chance to meet you. How many kids are you up to now? I 15. know you plan to have a <gasps> lot. How 15. many? 15. 15. Okay. And I, I'm going to look over at the benefactor and give him a high five.
0: He's like. Yeah, baby.
3: <laughs> okay. We're, he
0: he goes, and uh, we're planning a few more.
3: All right. Wow. Nice. Um. I mean, gotta repopulate.
0: Exactly. And the benefactor just—he kind of Jay, kind of sits in this big armchair. Props his legs over the sides and he like motions with his hands and this glass floats to him and he just kind of takes a drink and this is the first time you're seeing like real magic being done and it just like you almost get goosebumps as as he then like snaps his fingers and the glass disappears in front of you.
3: Wow, I knew you could do that, but it's so much cooler seeing it in person.
2: Yeah, it is.
3: Oh, yep, okay.
0: So, uh. Is there somebody with you that played Belvis?
3: <laughs> yeah, actually. I think you were <gasps> looking for Belvis.
0: Oh, oh, he's gonna be disappointed. Yeah. Belvis I'm has not been here for some time.
3: Oh. Is he alive?
0: We have no idea. Um, I hope so. Yeah. But, uh, he, uh, decided to go off on his own and take Hmm. his daughter onto a life of adventure.
3: Just his daughter? Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna have to give his son a hug, probably. It sounds like he might need one
0: he might swallow you.
3: That's true.
0: He is a gelatinous cube, after all. Anyways.
3: Yeah.
0: Would you care for a drink? Sure. And with that, he'll kind of motion and drinks get dispersed as you guys sit and talk for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Chris! (laughs) I'm scared. Who are you looking for? Rohan?
7: I mean, Rohan's right in front of me. Because he... Carly signaled him, when we saw him.
0: You did not see
7: did, him. Ah, uh, we did not see you him.
0: Heard him. I'm gonna stand. He hear him.
7: Yeah, that's what makes me want to stand still, because he probably heard the entire conversation.
0: Um. So. You you hear him. footsteps behind you, as you kind of twist around and you see Rohan. F- full, like, green robe, um, a hood over his head, bow strung across his back with a quiver, and he removes the hood and you see the elven features.
7: Um. Well, this is going to be interesting, and please don't shoot me by the end of all this.
0: Uh, depends on who you are.
7: Well, I know the one... Charlie is your sister, so let's put it this way. I'm going to be hape.
0: Okay.
7: Um, I'm from a different reality. Where... We, we played this game. And with all the others you saw around us. And we played as you guys. And I played what you. What kind
2: of a game is that?
7: Uh, it's actually kind of fun. It's just playing a different character, not being your normal self. But I also know that you also had fun.
0: Like we have a game like that. It's called, uh, what was it? My kids play it. Uh, Houses and Humans.
7: When did you have kids?
0: <laughs> um anyways uh so why are you guys here?
7: Not sure. We got ported here. I'm sure you're familiar with this from the Jurassic World having your sister force you to leave uh thane to go help some people.
0: Yeah. Um Well this place is not as good as it looks.
7: What did mean, the gods do? I've
0: been keeping things at bay, but, uh...
7: What about Sobek?
0: What about so no, That? Nobody's heard, nobody's heard from him.
7: That's so, a little surprising with them.
0: Um, yeah, Charlie may uh, have you guys... Help us since you're here.
7: Well being you, you you would know that I have no issue with this. Oh, I don't know you. Uh let's put it this way, you're the closest to my personality.
0: Cool, so you're a dick.
7: Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a pain in the ass. There's a difference.
0: Close enough. Well, Dick can be a pain in the
7: ass. Just remember, you just called yourself a- up.
0: <laughs> she got it. <coughs> a dick can be a pain in the ass.
7: Rohan, how's that 150 plus years you want to talk about
0: now? So, and with that, um, all of you kind of finish your conversations. You get your drink and everything. Um,
1: uh, do I see anybody I would recognize in, just in the straw? Strong- few-
0: Few random villagers. Nobody uh, that you recognize, though. No cobalts or, or Eric Cochras? No. No. I mean, unless you want an Eric Cocker to show up. No. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. yes. Absolutely. see that yes. is so bad. So, um, Come on. you all kind of gather back in the center, and Charlie's there. Um, and Charlie looks to each of you, and I'll say now that, everybody go and make me an observation check. Cause you guys really didn't look around the village. You guys kinda just beelined it for your specific places. I got an
1: eight mm-hmm. out of
7: six 12. Out of, six out of four. Okay.
1: Eight
0: out of eight. Okay. Six out of 10. Okay. Or is that a one? Okay, so you're the only one that failed. Kara, you die. Um, Wow. So A spike through the chest. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
6: Sappy Sappy comes up up and
0: stabs you. Um, So, the village stands as a picturesque representation of a standard medieval hamlet. Nestled within a serene landscape, enclosed by a wooden palisade, the quaint settlement exudes an aura of simplicity and rustic charm. The thatched roofs of cottages line the narrow cobblestone streets and smoke billows gently from the chimneys, carrying with it comforting scent of hearth fires. A central square where you are now, marked by a modest fountain, serves at the heart of the village. The marketplace adorned with stalls and awnings, bustles with activity as villagers engage in trade and socialize. Simple yet sturdy stone church stands tall on its outskirts, its bell tower reaching towards the sky. The villagers, hardworking and close-knit, go about their daily routines. Children play in the streets and farmers tend to their fields on the outskirts of the settlement. A blacksmith's forge clanks in the background, creating a rhythmic soundtrack of the village life. You notice the tranquility, though, is disrupted by strange occurrences. Unusual magical phenomena manifest throughout the village, causing disruptions in the natural order. Flowers bloom out of season and the weather fluctuates between sunny skies and sudden rain showers. The magical essence of the book, having intertwined with the fabric of this realm, creates a disconcerting blend of the fantastical and the mundane. Charlie comes up to each of you once again, and she looks to you. Alright guys, I really need your help. Um, things are not... Good here. How so?
4: Obviously.
0: S- st- magical anomalies, things that aren't supposed to happen are happening
6: oh. and
0: we're we just we can't deal with it anymore. We're we don't nobody's here that can deal with it. Scarlet Brigade's not here. Misery end's not here. So you I need you guys to help me. But, uh,
3: right.
2: So yeah. I have
6: no idea if imagined... you
3: have any capabilities here. Um, I I mean I can
5: punch pretty hard and kick people in nuts if I need to, but that's about it.
0: Well I can I can testify to that. <laughs> well, listen, um, before anything, before you decide, can you please? There is a grove just outside of the outskirts. Can you go there, speak with the druid, and oh, no. if they if they say yes and they think that you can help, come back here and we will get you taken care of.
3: Okay.
6: Hey. Uh, Who's who this druid?
0: Uh, it's somebody that ventured into here um, a little after this place was established. Um, she's she's great. Okay.
4: All right, uh... I'm suspicious now. That way?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. All right.
2: All
4: right. Let's go, so, let's see if we can't help them.
0: Like 10 minute trek. Um, okay. As you approach, you notice the once vibrant and harmonious grove has been transformed. The trees leaves <sighs> shimmer with an otherworldly glow and the air crackles with residual magical energy. Upon entering the grove, you encounter the village druid, Adeline, who is distressed by the disruption to the natural order. And she looks at you. She is a tall elven woman, um, black hair, large, pointy ears. The typical, like, fey druid, or the, the fey elf with those long ears. Oh. Hello, we have visitors. Hi,
5: Charlie.
0: Hi Oh, Charlie, um...
5: We're visitors from an other reality that knows this reality, because we played characters in this reality, oh, and Charlie thinks that we can help, but
0: oh, we don't know so how. Oh, so we're just open with our feelings here. <laughs> okay. Okay,
5: that's the abridged version. If you want the more no, in-depth no, version,
0: No, I no, no, I... I heard enough talking before Belvis left. Um Yeah, I can hey,
1: imagine Hey, stop <laughs> stop making fun of Belvis. I can imagine He,
5: he played was Belvis. Really
0: annoying. Oh, that makes sense. Um you gotta make fun of my, fun of my she, man. She she looks to you up. so the reason Charlie sent you here is the magical ley lines here have been dis have become unstable. So there's an imbalance in the elemental forces that govern the region. I think they're linked to an ancient artifact hidden within the Grove. A relic that predates even the events of what seems to be your adventure, your campaign. She, While she's talking she begins to motion you guys to follow her. Um, okay. She yeah. guides you through the grove and you witness aberrant manifestations of magic, flickering illusions, spectral echoes, and unnatural flora. Eventually you reach the heart of the grove where an ancient stone altar stands. This is the chrono hot. It's said to regulate the flow of time and magic in the region. Um, somebody, whoever would like to examine it, I will. Uh, I'm not
5: touching it.
0: You <laughs> can give me a observation. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, six out of
1: eight.
0: Okay. As you examine the altar, you sense a malevolent force emanating from the chrono hearts. I believe someone tampered with the hearts.
1: I can that's an understatement. I'm getting nothing but bad vibes and bad juju from this thing. To restore the harmony
0: to this realm, you must figure out who manipulated this artifact. And, well, kill them. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that all we have to do?
3: Sounds about right.
1: Yeah. Should be easy uh, for a like
3: you. Hmm? Huh? Uh, we're
0: all
1: human
3: and...
5: Yeah,
1: we're not exactly what you call elite fighting force here. Oh, but you will be
0: when Charlie's done with you. What
1: do you mean? What do you mean? Now
5: I'm scared.
0: I'm, I am too. I think you can do I this. mean, this is Head...
3: Charlie. This is gonna be fun.
0: Head back to the village. Tell him <laughs> I gave my okay.
3: Alright. Okay. So with thank that, you.
0: Yes, you tra- thank you. You travel back to the village to gather supplies, weapons, armor for the journey ahead. Charlie greets you, and she brings you to a room. She <laughs> opens the door, and as you walk in, there is a there is stuff laid out with each of your names. Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You find plate armor that is forged with enchanted steel imbued with protective wards that enhance its durability. The armor is adorned with intricate runic patterns that softly glow when activated, providing an ethereal aura. The longsword is a masterfully crafted blade known as Lumen's Edge. It possesses a magical gleam and is enchanted with the power to emit radiant light upon command, temporarily blinding foes in its glow. The shield, named the Aegis of Resilience, is a magically enhanced to absorb and mitigate incoming attacks, providing an additional layer of defense. You, along with everybody else, also have rations, a water flask, a bedroll, and basic gear, along with a healing potion.
1: Uh I I, I I take the sword, I look up, I bring it to me and I whisper, Can you talk? Yes. What? I, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just I, I I I whisper it but I, I'm sure I'm close enough to everybody they all hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you talk?
6: Really, dude?
1: Hey, hey, hey! I had a sword that was a duck all, that was a dude. Use, okay, this use. is a this is a legitimate <laughs> line of thi- thing to do. He was Carl. a dude playing
0: a dude playing another dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just hear that that hum of that ethereal glow. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're good. You, that... my friend, are a champion fighter.
1: Hey. hey.
0: All right. All right, Pam. You see your name, and you find a magical tone known as the Fey Codex, a book that serves as both your spellbook and a conduit to communicate with your Fey patron. The pages of the Codex are adorned with enchanting illustrations of the Fey Wild, and it radiates a gentle warmth. You have a set of elegant Fey Weave robes, woven with threads from the Fey Wild itself. The robes shift in color like the petals of a blooming flower, adapting to your emotions and surroundings. Your arcane focus is a delicate crystal pendant, a gift from your fae patron, which glows softly when you channel your eldritch powers. Your weapon of choice is a slender wand, named the Fae Whisper, crafted from a rare wood found in the Fae Wild. You are an archfey warlock, and your Faye is the queen of the summer court.
5: Can you send all this to me? Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Alright. So as Pam I'm assuming, Ben, you're putting your armor on and stuff. Yeah, Pam, yeah. you're gonna put your stuff on. Yeah. Um, do you want me to send you your stuff or are you good uh, please send me Okay. Um, so and of course you'll just like everybody else you get rations of water flask bedroll, roll healing potion um, everybody gets that um, so next we have Chris Chris you see your name you are given a magical amulet known as the Moonstone Talisman. This amulet enhances your connection with the natural world and allows you to better harness the power of the moon. The amulet emits a soft glow especially during the night. Your armor is a set of enchanted hide armor crafted from the pelts of mystical creatures. It's lightweight flexible and provides both protection and in comfort during your shape-shifting endeavors. You also receive a pair of boots known as Shadowpaw boots, which allow you to move stealthily through various terrains. Your weapon is a staff named Lunar Embrace, carved from the wood of a sacred moonlit tree. And you are also given a magical pouch called Nature's Bounty Bag, which can produce small amounts of food and water. And you also... I will send all all of this to each of you. Um... You also get the health potion, rations, so on and so on. Um, the next, as Chris puts on his stuff, is Kara. Kara, I'm sorry, uh, Chris, you are the Circle of the Moon Druid. Um, Kara, you are given a magical pendant known as the Draconic Heart Amulet. This enhances your connection to your Draconic ancestry, allowing you to tap into additional magical abilities related to dragons. Your armor is a set of enchanted robes, robes called the Dragon Weave Vestments. These robes shimmer with an iridescent pattern resembling dragon scales. The ropes provide both magical protection and allow for greater maneuverability in spellcasting. Your weapon is a wand named Wormfire Scepter, which which is crafted from a dragon's bone. You are also given a set of gloves, known as Aegis Talons, which provide additional protection against magical attacks and enhance your spellcasting precision. You, Kara! are a Draconic Bloodline Sorcerer. Pretty fitting, if I say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> Especially considering <laughs> I did not choose this. I had it chosen at random. Um, Elliot, you are given a magical instrument called the Harmony Blade. This enchanted sword doubles as a musical instrument and its melodies can inspire courage and grant magical benefits to allies in combat. Your armor is a set of ornate and flexible studded leather known as the Melody Mantle. Adorned with musical notes, this armor provides both protection and enhances your agility, allowing you to move swiftly on the battlefield. Your weapon is a handcrafted longbow named Sonnet Strings, which resonates with magical energies. The bow enhances the power of your ranged attacks, and can be strummed like a heart to create mesmerizing melodies with supernatural effects. You also have a set of boots called Cadence Striders, which allow you to move swiftly and silently, providing an advantage in stealth. You, Elliot, are a College of Valor bard. Hell yeah. All right, so everybody puts on all of their stuff, Feeling empowered. Those of you.
5: I, I take. I look and see if I can find a pen and I write in the journal, You didn't take my soul, did you? Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you expecting an answer?
5: I'm hoping. It says the magical tome known as the Faye Codex, a book yeah. that serves as both their spellbook and a conduit to communicate.
0: With your fake patron. Yeah, they'll respond to you in five to seven business days. Oh, God.
5: I I just wrote that, then maybe, hopefully,
3: I didn't lose my
5: What's five to
1: seven business days in the summer court?
3: Yeah, time works differently there.
6: About
0: seven months. Oh. Sorry, honey. that... Um, all right. So. Charlie looks at each of you. Listen. Now that you all are empowered. Who was my
6: patron
5: at The summer
0: queen of the summer court um, there's been some strange stuff happening around the village Oh. Uh, mysterious symbols have appeared people are vanishing without a trace I think it's related I think this is all related to residual energy left behind when you guys had the big fight um
1: uh who, so who's gone missing anyone specifically just anyone like who who how, who 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 disappeared no
0: people that you guys would know just some villagers mm-hmm. um some people that we took into uh, after the aftermath oh. uh, we went to uh, we went back into our normal realm and helped some people there um but if you guys could find the anomalies follow the trail of symbols figure out who's behind this i suggest your first stop be the ancient library we have an ancient library here it's got books on magical and historical subjects librarian nice guy a little weird um but he he means well
1: Okay, we'll go check out the uh, ancient library and the weirdo
0: librarian. Great, I'm going to go have a drink. And she takes off towards Scarlet Tavern.
1: Do do we ever remember Charlie being so abrupt? I don't remember that. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, it's Charlie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, onward. very abrupt, if I
5: remember right. Yeah.
1: Alright, well, let's go to the library, everybody, and I, I head out the door. Okay. Yep, let's go. Why are <laughs> we still put that him lead? Because I volunteer, Chris. You said it. Ah. It means he dies first. Yep. I have okay. the shield of awesomeness. <clears throat> All right. That will protect us. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ah.
0: <laughs> the sh- you didn't ask if the shield was alive. No, that's right, it didn't. <laughs> I could have fucked with you. Yeah. I'm so oh, totally have. Okay, so. The, li- uh, everybody give me observation checks, please, as you walk into the library. The library. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh. That's how I used to say it as a kid, the library. <laughs> library? Uh,
3: nine out of 12.
0: Nine out? Of, nine uh, out of 12. Uh,
4: five out of eight. And out of 10. Nine out
0: of 10. Everybody passed. Look at you guys. That's never gonna happen again. Um, it's happened. You know, i i want to argue but it's it's true it's, all right happened. so as you walk in the library stands as a grand structure its architecture reflecting the historical richness of the village the exterior is adorned with intricate carvings and symbols some of which seem to resonate with a subtle magical energy as you enter the air inside is heavy with a scent of aged parchment the soft glow of enchanted lanterns illuminates the vast collection of books and scrolls that line the shelves the library is a multi-storied labyrinth of knowledge with spiral staircases leading to higher levels and cozy reading nooks tucked away in corners dust motes dance in the air catching the soft light that filters through stained glass windows depicting scenes from the village's history the ambient hush is occasionally broken by the creaking of leather-bound volumes being opened with a scratch of quills on parchment. In the center of the main hall, there's a large tome displayed on the pedestal. This book seems to be of particular importance, emanating a faint magical aura. The librarian, a wise-looking figure with spectacles and a long flowing robe, approaches you with a welcoming smile, ready to assist you. And for you bibliophiles, this place is heaven.
1: I just look around like I'm
0: happy, and this this sh- short human comes up to you.
5: Hello. The carpenter. No. No. He's,
0: he wasn't human. Hey, he was a gnome.
5: <laughs> you said uh,
0: short human.
5: Short human.
0: Oh. I'm Archibald Thorne. The librarian. What can I do for you? You need a book? You need several books? Uh,
1: well, we'd like to see if you have any books on uh, symbols. Any uh, kind of we magic have lots symbols. lots of books on symbols. I magical symbols. We're, we're here on uh, behest of Charlie to investigate all those strange uh, symbols. Ah, yes, Charlie. She's in here a
0: lot. Um, so, a little bit of knowledge for you, because this is a place of knowledge. Um, this has been a repository of knowledge for generations. It moves within pocket realms. Um, and we kind of settled here, because this is the safest place. Uh, we Mm -hmm. safeguard ancient texts, magical lore, and historical accounts. Scholars dedicated their lives to expanding the collection, ensuring that the village remains a bastion of wisdom and arcane understanding. (sighs) Sorry, I just, I love books so much. Um, So, the library's magical enchantments help preserve the knowledge within within this place and guard against unauthorized access. Listen. The you can definitely take a look around, but you cannot take anything out, or I may have to kill you. Well,
1: okay. thanks good. for the heads up,
0: Archie. Appreciate
1: you. It's so, Archibald. uh, huh? It's Archibald. Gotcha, Archibald. So, uh, so where, uh, what section would these uh, books on the uh, magical symbols be? Everywhere. Of course.
3: We're looking for the ones that are messing with this pocket dimension.
0: Everywhere!
1: Archibald, do you have a card catalog?
2: Right here. Good.
5: Archibald, do you have any of the symbols that have been popping up? Or can you lead us to an area where the symbols are, like a book about the symbols popping up? specifically or are they from multiple different
0: books how about this i will find some of the books you need you guys can go ahead and look around while i find the specific books how does that work that sounds great that's great get out of my way and he kind of pushes past you grab grabs this magical floating cart that kind of for
5: the queen of the summer court if i can find any books about
0: Okay. He... I, so, I go I'm assuming the... everybody wants to look for books.
1: Yeah. I kind of look at everybody is like, do we ever remember seeing somebody like this before?"
3: No. no. A lot?
1: No. Okay. Uh I thought
7: it was Belvis. No, I, this, is
1: a, I,
0: this is Does Did he look remotely like a fish to you? Um All right. So, uh let's see who's going to go first. Uh everybody give me rollies. Rollies. Uh which is I will... With a D20, 20? One straight a And then I'll I'll ask... Ben, what'd you get?
1: I got a 13. Chris? No.
0: One. Oof. What? Elliot? Five. Kara? <laughs> what you
5: get?
0: Eight. So, Did you're I, first. Oh, wow, I run release. There's roll a me a D10. D10. Uh... Six, six. Okay, you're looking through. This is perfect. Oh no. You're you're looking through. I think this is hilarious. So this was all up to the dice, everybody. Um. So you're oh my looking God, through, I'm really and it's what
7: I'm thinking.
0: you're you pull one out. These these are books that I made up. So, um, you pull out a book and you look at the spine, and it says "Mysteries of the Mimic: A Guide to Living with a Shape-Shifting Furniture." <laughs> like you I can look a- at my notes that's a d that was a, a d6 i believe you there's a little synopsis a and it says a humorous take on the challenges and joys of cohabitating with mimics
1: i open it up and, uh, i'm kidding no, no <laughs> should it would be even funny if it was a pop-up book
0: so so you uh as you open it you do see illustrations of like people trying to like tame their mimic furniture and uh one there's a few pictures of like people chaining up the mimics but then the mimics break free anyways and eat the people Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a life lesson of trying to feed them you see people feeding them at dinner time and stuff like that
1: i uh huh this is interesting i uh and I just started looking, through, flipping through it. I'm trying to memorize any any fact toys I can see that stand out about mimics. And the then he sees the toilet. Part. Yeah, and I look through yeah, different. Oh I look. I, I'm looking. At yeah, it, I'm a a like, try, what, what kind of mimics do we have
0: in here? Like, what, what are they? Any, it any have been ones? an
1: illustration of a fish.
0: You see toilet mimic. Trees. You see uh, the typical chess mimic. Um, you see a book mimic that looks a lot like the book you're holding.
1: Yeah, I, I get a little uncomfortable. Uh, I look in his book and see if there's any telltale signs to see, like how to spot a mimic before you see,
0: before you like. So there's too late. Like, there's not much there, but um, the only thing that really that stands out to you is the author.
1: Uh, who's the, I look and see, I look to examine and look at who the author is. And it says, B. Elvis.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I, I just,
1: hmm. I, I looked at, I, I opened, I opened the front of the book to where the, the picture of the author would be. there's
0: a picture of Elvis in like his, his, uh, his outfit when he went to court. The big white hair, the the wig, yeah, in the black robes, yeah, just sitting there ponderously in like a
1: study chair. Yes, oh little monocle. <sighs> what have they done to you, my son? I close the book and I put it back on the shelf. Okay.
0: I and I go off and I keep. I'll, I'll okay. keep browsing. Uh, who is next, Pam? Give me a D10. If you get okay. a six, reroll. Is that a is six or nine. That is a nine. Okay. This one is uh, you pull one out and it says a bard's ballad, Tales of epic napping. And you look at the <laughs> <laughs> you look at the synopsis and it's a whimsical account of a bard's quest to find the perfect spot for an epic nap. <laughs> That's perfect. I, I, let me see that. <laughs> Nine. Six is right there.
3: (laughs) Sometimes the dice tell a story.
0: They do. I don't know what I'm talking
3: about. I kind of, I flip and look and see who wrote it just to see who I have to... who
5: decided to be an ass.
0: It's not a name that you know.
5: I flip through. He's like, okay, well, obviously...
0: It, it's literally like an adventure book. Like, some bard, instead of writing tales of an adventuring party, just there's different things of them laying on straw and them laying on an actual bed with another woman and...
5: Okay, I'm just gonna...
0: This isn't helpful at all. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Uh Elliot, give me a D10. Three. Three. Let's see what the dice say. <laughs> you see Love's Enchantment, a Tale of Wizards and Warlocks. This is a Ooh. cheeky romance novel set in a magical world with wizards and warlocks navigating love and enchantments. Okay. This is very much one of those like paperback <laughs> book talk <laughs> like, like, books. Ooh.
3: Oh, them, them smutty ones.
0: Oh yeah, this I is this, <laughs> yes. This is this is like magic smut.
3: Might as well read it.
0: Quote me now. Um, and you you start flipping through the pages, and you are you gonna like flip through the pages, or are you just gonna sit down and read it?
3: I'm gonna flip through first.
0: Okay, so you start flipping through, and you are seeing. Um, summoning of Rope And chains hey. And yeah Right A lot of magic being used
3: Okay Well Um. Got nothing There's else like to do I'll read it
0: 23 shades of magic
3: Oh my god <laughs> Who wrote it?
0: Chris, yes.
3: Oh my god.
0: You see you see just it says J dot benefactor.
3: Okay. <laughs> Don't know how he finds the time to write about it.
0: Um okay. So you're gonna sit down and read it? Sure. Okay. Alright, you find a nice cozy corner and you go read it. Uh Kara, go ahead and roll me a D ten. A four. Alright, let me. Give me one second. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. You said a four?
4: Yes, four.
0: Um, you find the Feywild Wild Cookbook Culinary Magic and Otherworldly Delights. This is a delightful exploration of recipes infused with the magical flavors of the Feywilds.
3: I... Just get me through
4: that, because...
0: I will well, say, um, roll me a memory check. Uh, that's it. Okay.
4: Six out of twelve.
0: Okay, um, I'll say that you can take in some of the, uh, some of the, the different recipes and kind of memorize some of them, so that you can do them at a later date.
5: See who the author is. Yeah, I like to see the not author. A,
0: it is not a name, you know. Uh, okay. Harley
5: um, couldn't cook to save her
0: life, by the way. All right. Chris, roll me a d10.
7: That's, when you say that, I get scared. Eight.
0: Okay. You find the Tome of Ticklish Spells, a mischievous okay. spellbook that I'm describes comical... I'm sitting down and reading this. ...and peculiar spells with ticklish effects.
5: Oh, no. You have your magic. Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm gonna
0: oh, sit down screwed. and read
7: this.
5: Carrot, you're screwed. Oh shit. Let's
0: see. I have four left. Who wants them? I'll go. Okay, Pam. No, I've got
7: I'm sitting down reading, so I'll okay, get fired fine. up.
3: Yeah, I'm reading.
5: Go right. ahead, Pam. D ten. Four.
0: Uh re roll. Five okay beyond the veil ghost stories from other dimensions a collection of eerie tales nope. that explore the encounters between the living and the supernatural in different dimensions
1: do i see pam throw this book away or
0: put it back sure
1: hey Holly, what's yours what, what's wrong with that book ghost stories nope. oh oh get that
0: one i want to read it
5: you can come over here and get it
0: Love you can either that, go get geez. that and give her your turn or you can pull. Uh
1: Yeah, I'll Yeah, I'll go over there. I'll give Pam my turn to
0: run. Okay. So you go over there, you go ahead and get that, you can read through. I it. see, I read I'm like,
1: ooh, this is good. Hang on, oh, go, this yeah, is a good one. We'll come look over it's here.
0: really good. And what's It's got cool pictures is as you open the book, those pictures come to life. So you're seeing all these figures moving around and Honey, look at this one would have fucking terrified you. No, like, I'm good. You, you flip the page and, oh, something jumps out at you. Oh, okay, is that good. real? Hey, this one's got
1: a bunch of ghosts flying around a mountain with a demon on top of it. Fuck that shit.
0: What? Give me another d10. Five? Five. Reroll.
6: Three.
0: Reroll. Ten. Ten, we'll go back to one for that actually no d10 that is a crit so i get to choose perfect um rogues and romance adventures in a realm of thieves and intrigue a thrilling tale that combines elements of high stories and romantic escapades another smut (laughs) book
5: i i i look around make sure ben's not looking and I go find a corner to hide in, and cut, does my, do my robes have a hood on them? Yeah. I put the hood up, and I start, like, I'm, like, curled up, and I'm reading it.
0: Okay. All Can right. I see who wrote it? Nobody that you know. Um, alright, who else? I got two left. Me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that's a ten. Alright, I get a pick. Um, only the crits of the night, car that we're going to get. The Arcane Atlas, A Journey Through Magical Realms. A comprehensive guide to various magical realms and their peculiarities. Potentially shedding light on your current predicament. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. I'm going to take that.
0: So if you want to take the time to read that, go ahead. um, And go ahead and make me a memory check, please. Um,
4: (laughs) Eight out of twelve.
0: Okay. Um, Alright, we'll, we will see if it comes in handy later. I'm going to have you absorb the information and as stuff pops up. Um, if it's relevant, you'll kind of spark some of that. Okay. Alright, Elliot, you got the last one?
3: I'm still reading.
0: Oh, you're still I, I reading, think it's okay. Chris. You know maybe. what? Chris was reading too. Ben, I'll let you take the next one. Next, Another book? You don't have to roll. It's the last one. Okay, I just <laughs> I go for the next book. The Chronicles about of the spells. Cosmic Dice. Hmm? The Chronicles of the Cosmic Dice: A Sci-Fi Fantasy Adventure, mm-hmm. a reimagining of classic science fiction tales, blending futuristic technology with the whimsical elements of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, right up your fucking alley.
1: Yeah, I start. I start skimming through and reading through the various stories I see in there. Uh, very interesting. I, I'm. I go. I try and find Archibald. Hey,
0: uh, Archibald. Archibald, and where are you? He is literally sitting at the desk right in the center.
1: Oh, I go to the desk where Archibald is. Okay. Uh, Archibald, can I check this book out or all books have to stay in the library no matter what?
0: I'll tell you what! Oh, shit. If you lose it, I kill you. Uh...
1: <laughs> Sign here.
0: And he hands you a scroll with a quill.
1: Wait a minute, I think I started to
0: remember this character. I, I, I'm You're character. not remembering this. Character. Oh, okay, I'm not. This is a brand new character. Uh, I
1: I, I want to read over the contract. Okay. Like, thoroughly to make sure there aren't no weird, literally, loopholes where my soul is sucked
0: from me. Okay. Um. Make a. Make a memory check. Shit. Okay, that's a D12.
1: Is that memory? Yep fine oh hey 12 out of 12
0: okay um, you do see that there is some really deep fine prints so in order to see it I need you to make an observation at disadvantage at
1: disadvantage Because you
0: are you personally are blind as a fucking bat ouch
5: you are. Dude, you squint when you're reading. You, you squint need, your, you when glasses. you're reading
0: something normal. I,
1: I disagree with you this. You should just wait and to
7: see, go and go and see his uh, driving.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. It's fine. He, he's um, not going to
5: drive, Caleb.
1: I will We're, drive. I, yeah, I can drive gonna fine.
5: we going to
1: take two cars. Uh, anyway, okay, so <laughs> disadvantage it would be I am a master observation, so I go to train, so D10. Yes. Seven out of ten. Okay.
0: Um, the fine Prince says that if you lose this book, you trade it for your soul.
1: You know, Archibald. I think I'm just I, I, I'm good. I think I'll come back another day. Maybe if you have a book fair and you're selling it, I'll buy it off of you. Um, thank you. I've read I've read some of the stories. They're really interesting. But and I'll try and check it. I'll try come back later for it. So I'll go put this back on the shelf. Perfect. So. And I just scurry over back over to put it in there.
0: I have the book you guys need. Ooh, Turns out hey, it's been awesome. sitting right here. Um, so if all uh, of you gather. Yeah. Um Are you gonna try and pocket the book? No. Good. I'm
7: gonna try one of the ticklish spells of my wife.
0: <laughs> um Alright, so <laughs> cool he points to this the ornate pedestal where there's an ancient tome sitting. This is the Codex of Convergence. It's a mystical book bound in ethereal leather and adorned with intricate arcane symbols with a faint otherworldly glow. And he's saying this like you can't see it. The pages within shifts as if they have a life of their own, displaying glimpses of various realms, events, and creatures. There are various points of knowledge in this. There are the threads of fates, the talk of realms colliding, anomalies and artifacts, the unseen adversary, and the ritual of Ragnarok.
5: Wait, the ritual of Ragnarok? Yeah.
0: Oh. I'm... Duh, I've got a few books about it. Uh, can we
1: see those books? No! Okay, never mind. You can see this one. Uh,
5: Can I read
0: that, please? Sure. Put on these gloves.
5: I put on the gloves and. Hey.
0: Open the book. Okay. Uh-huh. So you put on the gloves and they are like the the white cotton gloves. So and I
5: slowly open the book. There's this,
0: and, and the book's heavy. And as it hits, dust kind of billows out (laughs) here.
6: Don't sneeze on the book! I'm sorry!
2: You'll ruin it.
5: Warning about the dust next time.
2: Well, it's an old fucking book. What do you
1: expect?
5: Not a ton of dust. Jesus Christ.
1: Don't you dust these things? No. Why don't you dust yourself?
0: That makes no sense. You're fucking old. Wow! Alright, so you look. Uh, the Ritual <laughs> of Ragnarok is a foreboding section outlining a dark ritual that, if completed, could unleash catastrophic consequences upon the entire multiverse. Ritual seems to involve the manipulation of powerful cosmic forces in the awakening of ancient beings. Is there anything else about these ancient
5: Beings that will be awakened if this ritual is completed so we know what we might be facing.
0: Are you asking him?
5: Yes. Oh. Hmm.
0: How am I supposed to know? I've never read this book.
5: Archibald, are you sure you've never read this book?
0: I've never read this book.
5: I kind of give him, like, the impatient, like, Are you sure you didn't read this book?
1: Yes! (sighs) Just as I'm sure he's old! You know, I'm starting to get really sick of this. I haven't haven't done anything. for a
5: second! What? Have you ever heard of this ritual of Ragnarok? Have you? Nope.
0: I'm a librarian,
5: not a magician. Yes, but I know that you've probably read stuff about the ritual of Ragnarok. Nope. Have you heard of Ragnarok? Nope. Have you heard of the de- whatever's destroying this universe? Nope. Or the universes?
2: Nope.
4: I think we might need to go check
5: with Charlie <laughs> on that. Yeah, because the way that this ritual is reading, they're all... It might be close to being finished.
3: Of of course. Well shit.
1: Well,
0: there is a passage in there that tells you what you should do next. I thought you said you never read this book. I didn't.
5: Then how I'm y'all... reading
0: it over her shoulder. She stopped reading.
5: I go to that passage.
0: She's short, it's easy to read over her shoulder.
5: Wow. I just turned.
0: And he's like five six.
5: Dude, <sighs> you're not that much taller than me, so shut up. So, I, it's still taller than out. us.
0: Okay. Upon reading more, you discover a passage that hints at something in a enchanted forest. Um there this forest is a place that is it's not the grove that you went to. This is a magical forest. That is the heart of magic in this realm. Um, It is known as Veilstorm Wood. Um, It's no simple trek there. It says it involves navigating through diverse landscapes, overcoming challenges, and contending with magical anomalies that permeate the realms. Do you have anything on the Baelstorm Woods? No, we're not allowed to have anything about that.
5: What do you mean
4: you're not
0: allowed? Um, it's the oldest place here. It's ancient, it's forbidden. Um, most people that go there don't make it back.
3: Great, Mm. and we're gonna go there, I think. Oh, cool! yeah
0: bring me back a yeah. leaf
3: i'll try
5: uh, i have a really uh, bad feeling about this guys you think uh yeah 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 let's go talk to charlie and see if she knows anything about this
0: all right yeah. and as... or should
5: we go talk to the hat to see if the hag is here?
3: Oh, She's
7: yeah. Old. I wouldn't what? say that to her face. I would not say that no. par- out loud, period.
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm well. Looking I'm looking over
7: not- my shoulder now just to see.
1: Am <laughs> I <sighs> uh, Do we really want to go see the hag? Yes. She's
5: probably. I mean,
4: when I visited ha- her, she wasn't
5: there. She actually she, nice and maybe if she finds out that i played harley and
7: Zach, yeah let's do that
5: be a little bit nicer no um,
7: uh, I, I say the head is uh. probably
5: our best bet if oh
7: yeah she i agree doesn't with give
5: this us answers, then we go to charlie <laughs>
3: Well, we know we got to go to the wood.
5: Yes, but maybe the hag has some more
3: information instead of yeah. doom. Yeah, true. And she might be there. Never coming back. Kind of sounds like her stomping grounds.
4: So, yeah. Archibald, uh is the hag around? Sherrod?
0: I don't know. I don't leave this place.
4: Okay. I live okay. here. Let's I
0: live go, here.
5: Let's go look for either the hag or I know her remember her name is Sherrod.
1: Oh, well, doesn't the hag uh, run a store? Yeah. The...
5: I take off the gloves and hand them back to Archibald and says, Thank you for all the information.
3: Yeah, I put my we book may back.
0: Be back. Huh. Yay. Can't wait.
5: And I will make sure that my husband is silent.
0: Thank you.
3: And I'll try to bring a leaf.
0: Yes. Hopefully
3: okay, I won't regret that, but.
0: All right. So, as you venture back to try and find the hag store, that, my friends, is where we're going to take a break. So, we will be right back, everybody. Please bear with us. On the hag. Yep. Yep. All right. We're all gonna die. Well, I am. Yes, you are. Um. So you go back.
4: Yuki. no yep.
0: And you find a place listed. There's a sign out that says "Deals and Haggles." New merch coming soon. Um. And. Yeah, it is a pretty, like, out of the rest of the buildings there, it's probably the most put together. Well, I think we found
1: the place. Do we really want to go in here? I walk in. Uh, Of course she does.
0: I follow right behind her. Everybody following?
1: Very reluctantly, I go
0: in. Okay. All right. So you all follow in, and as you open the door, you close it behind, and it's just darkness. Oh, this seems familiar. And you hear... And then you hear the... (laughs) of, like, skittering along the wall like (laughs) a giant spider. I grip the pommel of my sword. (laughs) And... you can't see anything in front of you, but until... A neck goes stretches down and the head is upside down in front of you and then the head goes and turns the right way. You see these this <coughs> wide Cheshire Cat-like smile, sharp teeth, hollow yellow eyes. You're even more creepy and like real life. Pam, don't piss it off. Welcome <laughs> to...
2: deals and hackles. Oh, Hi. Hi. What brings you here? Um.
3: We're going
5: We're going to the enchanted forest that's forbidden and we were wondering if you knew anything about it.
2: <coughs> oh. I know many things. Looks around. And gets like rainy frisk. Let's make a deal. Mm-hmm.
0: And can see this long, like forked tongue come out. And this this is the first time you're seeing this part. You you've never heard it described, but this long forked like salamander like tongue comes out. And it, like, flickers in your face. Mm, I can taste the fear.
1: Still gripping the palm of my sword very, very
2: tightly.
5: I put my hand on Ben's hand and, like, release the sword.
2: Mm, you taste so good. Still need to
0: But familiar somehow. Looks over and gets right in Bakira's face, or Kara's face.
4: Hi.
2: You're troubled. All of you are troubled. Who
1: are you? Um,
5: from a different reality?
1: Um...
5: Different realm?
4: And, uh, we may or may not have, um, created the characters, well, the people here, uh, where we're from, they were the characters we created. <coughs> I, uh, played Bakira.
5: Ah. I played Barley. Chaffee.
0: Belvis.
7: The one you're most familiar
0: with? Mm-hmm. Sobek. Looks around to each of you.
2: Ben. Hmm? Wait, wait, you know my name? Kara. It,
0: just knows, it knows our names
1: they know everything
0: and it just disappears <laughs> and you hear the skittering back and all of a sudden lights come on and you are in a shop I
5: looked at am like they know everything
0: and she's she's sitting behind a large like workspace countertop and you see four hands sitting there. this long neck that's kind of sunken in, almost like a turtle. Uh, so,
2: what can I do for you? What kind of deal can we make? Um, um, Not your you, idea I, don't like you. Hmm? I don't like you. I don't like you. Wow, thanks.
5: We are trying to figure out how to stop Ragnarok. And the book Archibald found for us didn't have a lot of information. Just that we have to go to...
4: Vale, Stormwood.
0: You see there's this thing called pen and paper that y'all should... <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Hmm, oh, Storm Wood. Yeah. Most people don't make it back from there. But I think we all know you're not most people.
6: No, yeah. no,
2: we're not. Well, oh, some of you are. <coughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. Mm-hmm. I could growl too. Just yeah, like. I I looked at Ben and was like, "That's what you get for being a
5: ass.
1: I haven't said anything. Grabbing your sword. I'm still confused why I'm you're scared, scared right now. Why? You, really, really, Chris? You want to ask why I'm scared? She's chill. Maybe
7: she could have gone in her dragonborn form and you could deal with that.
2: Gerard,
5: do you have any information that you could give us?
2: That's not my name.
3: That's the name that
5: I remember.
2: That's not my name. That was
3: somebody name. else, I think. Okay, then what is your name? Besides the hag, it
2: seems to like. oh, And he kind of looks around. You can call me
0: mommy. <laughs> Kinda licks her teeth.
5: Hey, that's my husband.
2: I know. So! What kind of What deal- do you want to know when we can make a deal? Uh, well,
5: there's two. How do we stop Ragnarok, and how do we survive the
2: forest? Well, who's making the deal? I will. For both. For both. Pam,
7: Pam, no. no. Because if it's a drop of blood, it's gonna always increase the chances it's, not, it's just a hag. What's worse if the two of us are have a deal?
5: Well none of you are stepping up to offer uh, the deal.
7: You spoke up before I could. I'm coming.
5: I guess Chris I'm... and I will split the deals.
2: Very well. Give me your I
0: give out my hand and I hold it up and, and I close his, my eyes. Those long fingers, you feel them. It's like cold flesh wrapping around like you're touching a corpse. Wrapping around the the pointer finger and the, the middle finger wrap around your wrist because of how big it is. You can feel the, the nails, the claws kind of dig into your skin a little bit before... You feel the prick on your hands, and the the blood starts to flow. And she,
2: <sighs>
5: I hold up my hand to cur- like to and like, is the blood gone?
7: Um, no.
2: It's done.
5: I subtly wipe. The blood off my hand and i kind of like peek and I'm like he's like it? and it's gone i'm like okay
2: now ask your questions one at a time
5: how do we stop ragnarok
2: by killing the one who's causing it
5: <laughs> you can give me more information on that
2: i can please,
5: please?
2: Find the one who's causing it.
5: Who's that?
2: Well, if I told you that, that would spoil the surprise.
7: It's Belvis, isn't it?
2: Yes. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ben. What twist. He's a secret agent. Secret agent,
5: Ben? I, I look to and I'm like, I... I highly doubt he's a secret agent. He can barely keep a
2: secret. What's your next question? Because I'm done answering that one.
7: How do we survive the uh, Baelstrom Forest?
2: By passing the trials and bringing harmony to the forest. None have been able to do it. After me, of course. Of
5: course.
2: But that was 300 years ago. Oh. More or less.
3: I must say, you look good for your age.
2: Huh. Yes, I do, don't I? Mm-hmm. Don't you think so?
3: I'd be bones. Yes.
2: Absolutely. Good. And she kind of rubs <laughs> a finger across your jaw.
1: Hey, 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 hey. No touchy, no touchy.
2: Consent no touchy consent is sexy. Mm. And she goes, Now
0: get out. No. And you get you all get pushed out and you're now outside. Well that was a wasted trip.
7: Um we learned how to survive.
0: Yeah, but then there's trials and we
3: gotta bring balance before, us. So That's more information than we have before. Sounded like you said
0: force. We have and to bring balance to the force. Balance the For force. Ragnarok,
3: we hey, have to the
5: force. So, Ragnarok, we have to
7: stop at least one person, the way she made it sound. And we know it's not Belvis, at least. Such a good oh, guy. Where is he?
1: I wish yeah, I could tell. Yeah, where is t- he? Yeah. I have no idea. I, I know, Barley's
5: to... uh, helping a village with her children.
1: I don't know. I went to Belvis's house, and his, and Glormax said that Belvis went, left with his daughter to go out adventuring. Have any
5: more oh. kids?
1: I don't think so.
5: I know that was a lot. of lying.
1: Well, him. I guess. <laughs> so I, I don't know. He kind of did. He apparently decided to have some more of some kind of weird tonics, and he. Belched out a couple more uh, gelatinous blobs, but Glormax So he had that second them.
7: tonic that you bought when you were him.
1: I didn't buy sh- Oh yeah, I did. you did.
7: You had two.
1: You did Oh you yeah, used
0: it. That's why. That's uh, that yeah,
1: well I guess Belva's had them and now he had two other kids but Glormax is raising them as his kids? I don't know. Saffy has 15. Well at least someone's a responsible Jesus father.
3: Christ! I'm 15? <laughs> and they're having three more.
1: Oh my god. What happens at twenty? Uh, Did they get like a like a gold watch or something? What, what I don't know. I don't know. They no. They don't get. Uh, get, the
4: they get has a has three. They
0: get a not a golden swatch, but a golden. Uh... <laughs> 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 well, I, sounds like, like
1: swatch.
7: Yeah.
1: Or sounds um, like swatch. No. Oh, has three kids, oh, huh? I that, kids. That must be. Not, are they cute? At least.
4: Yeah, they are. They're they're pretty cute. Oh that's good. One of them's a bit rebellious, but
1: are you surprised?
7: Oh, okay. Not with uh I mean, the person who helped create them. Yeah. Well, a the mother at least.
1: Yeah. Um, um yeah, so uh I guess we go talk to Charlie now. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Go go uh go get some more information. If she sales. has any
5: anything- yeah. doesn't call for seeing my own blood.
0: Okay, so you're going to Charlie?
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: What um,
6: the
3: fuck?
0: What?
5: Okay, we're good. My computer didn't like the bottom bar just switched or whatever. Oh, even. No,
0: you're good. Um... So... I heard you met the hag. It was yeah, fun. They made it oh, together, yeah. not
3: even hearing what the other side of the deal was.
1: Yeah, you did. I mean, as I glared at Pam. We,
7: we all knew that it was going to be the blood and that it's going to require, she's going to call back her favor.
5: And she doesn't ever say what the favor is. That's true.
0: Yeah, just it too late. So, <laughs> what did you find out? There's uh, trials
6: there's um we have to find
3: someone and bring
4: balance to the forest.
6: Okay.
0: Uh
4: Veilstorm mm Mhm.
0: Oh, oh.
4: Yeah. Somebody oh. somebody's doing a ritual to make Ragnarok a
0: thing. So you're going to Veilstorm. Yep, sounds yep. like it. Yeah. Well, it was nice knowing you. W- we made a deal to
7: figure out how to survive.
0: <clears throat> Appreciate the vote of confidence. With the hag. Yeah. I'm sure she gave you the full answers. No. We know she didn't. Of course not.
7: We're, we're, we're used to it, so... It's better than well, her not answering.
0: I guess I won't spoil the surprise either. What? Well, no, well, no, please, well, by well, all well, means.
5: Please? But
0: Let's make a deal.
7: Okay. Um.
0: Uh, listen, I'll just tell you straight up where we are. Remember, uh, we, I mean, we didn't know where this place was. The gods just kind of put us here. But this is the outer skirts of the Wilds.
5: Oh. No. How did Arlie feel about finding that out?
0: She doesn't know. She's been gone. Yeah. Oh, she's going
5: to be pissed when she finds out. I mean,
0: Elowen's at home, but...
5: She's going to be pissed when she finds out.
0: Nah, not my problem. It's Eloise's problem. But, so the veilstorm vale Wood is pretty <laughs> deep into the Wilds, so... Have fun, and she turns around and walks away. Um,
3: Guys, I really don't nice. want to go to the Wilds.
0: Do we have a choice but to get not go to, go Do to the Do we know what direction enough? it's in? Uh, yes, because...
3: I read it. Oh, that's
0: right? Actually, um, look in your pockets. Okay, I'm trying to around and pull something out. Right, I you pull out a large book. The Tome.
5: Archibald, you son of a bitch. And I opened to. Ben, did
7: you sign for this?
1: Uh, no. Cost your soul. Oh. Hey, uh, did, we better make sure Archie's Arch, Archie's good good with that because well, you I'm know he's chilling. Sure he
3: is because I didn't take the book.
1: Okay.
6: Well,
3: not I only that, but to... it could also be your other tone that
0: you have. Or what no, is that? Not... It is the tome that you're I, reading in there.
5: I pull out my other tome it's like... Oh.
3: Well, well, you didn't take it out.
7: Did I, do I have the feather book?
0: You get the feeling that it followed you out. I, uh, by I, I think by it
5: itself. might have... I, I think it might have wanted to come help.
1: Oh boy. A, t- uh, a thinking, so, acting book. Oh,
5: you. Are,
6: Are you so a person?
3: I mean, Are magic. You, were you cursed to be like a dog or something and books. then cursed to be a book? I slowly open the book because I know how old it is. And I go and
5: uh, to the Balewood Forest okay. page. And...
0: and it shows you the direction to go. It works like a magical compass.
5: Okay. So I the it, fail we, we, go that, we go that way. And I... As
0: you close the book, an actual arrow appears that kind of moves on the top of the book. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Archibald is firing an arrow.
2: <laughs> I told you not to take my box! <laughs> you have failed this tome! So, well,
5: I keep it out, and I go forward.
1: I follow behind Pam. Don't get ahead of us! All
0: right. Wait, we need so to be a I'm little short careful. i little
5: legs. Right. So. It makes sense that I keep the pace, because you... Giant person, like to
0: speed walk.
1: I'm walking normally. You know, I'm walking normally. All right. I can walk. So, can as you live. embark
0: on your journey to Veilstorm Wood, you find yourselves um, facing the formidable challenge of Gloom Peak Mountains.
5: Mountains?
0: Gloom Peak Mountains. The towering peaks and treacherous passes are known for their unpredictable weather and the presence of magical anomalies. The codex hints at the shortcut that cuts through there that'll cut off days of your travel. Um, But it does have some dangers. Um. What
5: do you guys think? Shortcut cut days off? Or
6: and face possible death or go around and spend
5: days walking i mean i'm not again i have we so didn't ask for a cart or horses or anything
1: like that i mean i kind of pull out my sword i would like to test this bad boy out
3: so short a like, yeah, like he's dumb we like. should try to be quiet
1: oh yeah i'm not going to go around Heading every bush, saying, "Here, monster, 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 monster!"
7: Oh, here, monster, 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 monster! Here, here, here monster, monster, monster.
1: monster. So I smack guys... Chris. Thank you. I look at the group. What do
5: you want to do? Do we want to
1: go the long way or the short way? I say we go the short way because it's probably time is a factor. If we go too long, we're probably going to miss yeah, stop the chance to stop the ritual. True.
5: I just really hope Zophos
1: doesn't show up. I'm pretty sure if Zophos shows up, you are going to see him far away. Mm-hmm. I
7: what? want you to knock on wood, Pam. No. No, no. I go to find a
5: piece of wood to knock
0: on. Okay, you're in a forest or <laughs> outskirts of a forest that's leading to the mountains. Um. All right.
3: To the mountains.
0: All right. So you would like that. As you venture through the gloom Peak mountains, the air is frigid and thin, and the landscape is shrouded in a swirling mist. Jagged peaks loom overhead, their tips occasionally piercing through the shifting clouds. The mountains are adorned with magical ice crystals that emit an otherworldly glow. Strange whispers carry through the air. Echoing off the mountain walls, these eerie voices seem to speak in forgotten languages, and their sources remain elusive. I don't like
5: this, and
1: I'm cold. Um, do I have a cloak or anything that I can put around Pam? I think she's got a cloak, she has robes. Well, trying to
0: be nice, you have. Plate armor that is probably conducting the cold.
1: Yeah. Oh, so probably me pulling Pam and close to try and warm it up is so a bad idea.
4: <laughs> I, I yeah. actually, I kind of like snuggle. I, I throw my hood up and
5: make it uh, go like dark blue, like
7: i frigidly cold. Okay. Yeah. And so so actually, someone
0: yeah, needs to be carried like the again. You're seeing these crystals glow while you're
3: hearing the whispers. Uh, I
1: I don't
3: know. like this. Yeah, let's stay the hell away from them.
1: Yeah. I want to All touch.
7: Right. No.
3: No touchy.
6: Do you
0: want to touch
7: them? No. Do I want to? It's yes. Will they let Austria. me. That's up to them. I'm. I'm probably
5: Austrian. You don't want to go boom, boom.
7: Boom, boom, boom. All right.
0: <laughs> so... As you traverse a narrow pass, a distant rumble alerts you to an impending avalanche. Large masses of snow and ice cascade down the mountainside, blocking the path ahead. You must quickly find shelter and navigate a treacherous ascent to avoid being swept away by the avalanche. So, very quickly, I need... Everybody, to roll me physical checks. God damn. Okay. Oh. Okay. Whew. Okay.
4: Uh. Oh. What do you got? Five out
1: of eight. Five out of
0: ten. Correct. Um.
3: Can I? Five out of ten. Can I use Tiny Hut to help? It's
0: a I have Liam's Tiny so. Hut. It's a concentration spell. Or, it's also a ritual, I believe, so it'll take time. Sure.
3: Ten out out of ten. Yeah, it says one minute.
0: Yeah, so you will be buried in a minute.
3: Well, I got a four out of twelve.
0: Okay, so you're all... Running as his avalanche is coming, uh, Elliot actually falls into the snow on this narrow path. Um, who crit? Somebody I crit, did. right? Kara, you can grab, grab Elliot and kind of pick yep. him up and keep going.
3: Thank you. Um,
0: yeah. I need Let's another go. one.
3: Let's
0: go. I need another one quickly.
3: Eight Ooh. out of eight.
5: Eight out of eight. Okay. Nine
0: out of ten. Kara? Both of you got two. two. Which one of them do you help?
5: Mm -hmm. I I would DM that to him so then you don't have to
0: say it out loud. They're going to know. They're going to know who he chose. Uh, Which one of them is falling to their death? Okay. Let's put it this Uh, way. I'd prefer you
7: to. I say Kara.
0: I say Kara. I I save Kara. Okay. So Kara falls and you grab Kara, pick her up as uh, Chris falls down, and starts getting left behind. Chris, you pick yourself up and keep running. Chris, you fail again. You're getting buried. If somebody can't <laughs> oh help God. you. Alright, again. 11, Actually, not two 12. more times. I'm sorry. It's three fails. It's
7: Five not uh, three times.
1: Five and eight.
0: Oh, God! <laughs> it's
7: they not three times. Okay. It's not three times.
0: And and nobody crit. <laughs> no. So, in the snow, as you guys keep going, the snow is burying. Chris, you guys can keep going or you can try and trek through the snow. Um, shit. Shit. Check gotta through the, the snow. snow. As it's coming down. I'll, I'll yeah, gotta save him.
3: have
0: to save him. Okay. Guys, you have fucking magic.
3: Oh,
4: wait. What are you
0: guys doing? I don't have magic.
5: Uh, let me look.
0: Hey, sorcerer who has... <laughs> Dragon blood.
3: Uh,
5: I uh, should be able to cast
0: fucking fire.
3: I cast mage hand. Oh uh, I I, okay. I, I have Yeah, I got mage hand too, I'll help. Roll for it. Yep. Yeah, yep, yeah, mage hand as well. What is mage hand again?
0: That is conjuring. Oh shit. <laughs> okay.
3: Okay, I
0: am Everybody's mage handing.
3: Ten out of ten. Yep. Five I, out of ten. Seven out of twelve. I crit.
0: Okay. So. You see these three mage hands, and what I'll say is, you, Pam, and Carter, you can start digging the snow, or actually, no, as the snow's coming in, the mage hands are holding the snow back. As Elliot goes in, grabs with the mage hand, and you pull Chris out. It's time to go. Physical. Let's go. Oh, Oh, uh, I got an 8 out of 8. 4 out of
3: 12. 6 out of 10.
0: Okay. 8 out of 10. I hate the snow
3: my second failure I think. I cast
0: mage hand again. God! Okay. Roll for it. Where you no, he's
3: I mean I'll try if I can. Four out of ten.
0: Okay, that's a fail. You can mage hand yourself, yeah. i it, it's a I've gotta try and mage hand, 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 hand my husband. husband.
3: Okay. okay. I got an eight out
0: of ten. Okay, so you can mage hand yourself out.
3: Chris, do uh, you have anything? Seven, al- help?
7: seven out of twelve. Uh, as okay. soon as I can touch so, a tree, yes. So if I can catch up. So
0: Cara, you're gonna stop the snow while Ben, since you crit, you can pull Chris out. Right. I need one ah! more, one more before you find your way through and the avalanche stops. Eight out. of Nine out of ten. Another eight out of eight. Nine out of Is that ten. Another fail, Chris. Okay, Chris. I'm gonna try to help fucking Chris. Dice. You don't have to, yeah. Ben, 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 crit. Okay. So Ben, you're able to drag him out as you guys make your way through. Um.
5: Change
0: dice, Chris. I have so, twice. You need more dice. As you guys kind of settle down, I looked at
1: Chris. I was like, "What the hell is up with you and tripping over your own feet?" I like the snow. He
5: doesn't know
1: how to walk in the snow. Ugh. He's
5: from the south. We're from Kansas. There's snow there.
7: I was born in Colorado. Is there though?
5: Yeah. Do you remember?
7: Oh yeah,
1: I I know there is. I'm just joking.
7: Yes. I would go there almost every summer.
0: All right. So, as you continue, ghostly figures frozen in time, appear intermittently along the trail. These spectral remnants are echoes of past travelers who faced the challenges of the mountains and did not survive. They're not moving, they're kind of just stuck there. So you, as you're walking by, you can actually see everything behind them, but you're watching them kind of flicker in and out you're hearing that the whispers are coming from them. As you're trying to beckon people to save them. Do you recognize any of these people? No. Let's
4: what? just keep going.
0: So as you move along, in sheltered pockets of the mountains, bioluminescent lichens cling to the rocks. These natural sources of light guide you through the darkness as the darkness comes. But they may attract the attention of local creatures. So do you travel through the dark or do you rely on their glow and continue forward?
1: Um, I say we save by the light.
3: Um, yeah.
1: I mean, if anything attacks us, we need to be able to see. Mm -hmm. And if, I don't know about you guys, but I can't see in the dark. (coughs) Can't see in the light. (laughs) Out of character. (laughs) What are we doing?
3: Yeah, let's stick with the light. Yeah.
1: I'm going to draw my sword as we're walking through this, just to kind of just be ready in case anything launches at us.
0: Okay. I want
1: Y'all
7: to have touch my a sword. Ready. I want to touch a sword and do flame blade.
1: Hey, get away from my stuff.
5: No, you want that. Oh, fire!
1: Oh, I
0: thought he was doing something. Okay, yeah, yeah, by all means then. Okay. Um, I need you to sword. roll for that, please. Um, that's going to be Conjuring. Or, I'm sorry, Restoration, because it's a buff. Please don't set me on fire, okay.
7: Chris. Oh,
1: no,
7: no promises. Wanna... Oh, look, it has to be the D10 I've been... again.
1: Oh, no.
3: No whammies.
0: Four out of ten. Okay, so it does not... It kind of sparks a little bit and then dies down. I mean, no, I have Fairy
3: any... Fire, but I don't think that'll help us very much.
0: Not really. Um, <laughs> well, thanks anyway, Fine. Chris. So... Everybody roll me a sneak, please. Uh, okay. what? Do a my sneak? boots do anything sneak?
3: towards my sneak?
0: They give you advantage. Uh, what Could does mine give me advantage okay. too? Does... Does your thing say... as If your description of your item say that it helps in stealth, then yes. Uh...
7: It says... Uh, which allows you to move stealthily tilting, fall, through various terrains.
0: A Blooming
5: Flower adapting to your emotions and surroundings.
7: Yes. Sure, you know, I almost
1: uh, I rolled a nine out, nine out of 12. Okay, 10 out of 10. Seven out
7: of 10.
5: Uh,
4: I tripped very loudly to 2 out of 12.
0: Okay, so we're taking a group <laughs> average. Um, <laughs> all right, so. You're able to make it through without attracting attention of any animals, which is a good thing here Um, because these animals are not friendly. But you do occasionally hear as you're walking, you hear the snarling behind you and then just the occasional howl of a wolf. Kara, are those your kids
5: and Bakira?
4: The curious kids and you? You know what I mean. No. Yeah. Uh, that, that is... Their the, house would be very much deeper.
0: The pitter-patter uh, of snow above you as whatever's there keeps moving. Keep alert, everybody. We're not alone.
3: Yeah. Now,
0: you finally see the edge of the mountain, leading into the threshold of Veilstorm Wood. I... I want to take a look around and see if there's
1: anything like an ambush or just something that's gonna- where something can pop up from us from between where we are to the threshold of the wood.
0: Make an observation trip.
1: Okay.
3: Do we want to rest here? I can make a tiny hut. But it Shit. takes it takes a minute.
1: Yeah. Uh, two out
3: of eight. I
5: look around to see if I see anything working ready to attack.
0: Make an observation check.
5: Guys wish me luck because I don't want to that. Eleven out of twelve.
0: You do not see anything.
5: So do we want to take a rest here
1: and eat? I guess this is a good spot as any.
3: Okay, clear off some snow if you can, and I'll I'll put up a little dome. But it'll be uh, visible from the outside, but I... it'll protect us.
1: No, <coughs> well, I start help. I I look to Chris. Chris, let's uh, let's clear <laughs> a spot.
0: Oh, I mean, uh, I'm comfortable where? under the snow. Hmm? My ration rules. Oh God.
5: I I I, I, use, I, uh... I use mage hands to kind of
6: sweep
5: away the snow. Oh. Uh, I was gonna use firebolt oh. to melt it. Probably still so no. good. I I wouldn't use firebolt. Yeah. I could use fireball. You're,
0: you're thinking no. About, oh, yes. Firebolt is like this big.
3: Yeah. Oh. I but do have Fireball.
7: Yes.
0: No.
3: No. <laughs> Not in the woods.
0: All right. So, so, so Firehead, I need you to make a conjuring check, please. Okay, let me use double check. You don't need to use a conjuring for a mage one.
3: 10 out of 10. Use fu- use Fireball.
4: Okay, how about I use my own Mage Hand? <laughs> Take
0: clear way, this one? Make a conjuring, please. Yeah.
4: Okay. Seven out of twelve.
0: Okay. Kind of push it aside. Elliot, you take the time and then you start constructing a hut. And on the outside, it looks like this purple magical hut. Um, as you all enter, it is a lot bigger on the inside. Oh. Right,
3: uh, this will last for eight hours and eight hours only.
1: So, do we make a fire in here, or? There's a fireplace. Oh, it's, oh, okay. I, so I, so it's a full yeah. hut. Oh, okay, so it's like with it's all the magical
0: inside. Okay. I, I go right to the fire. Inside. Yeah, I, I go warm, over there right now yeah, yeah. to warm up for sure. All right, and everybody ready to eat? Yeah. 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 All right, we're gonna go one by one. Ben, roll D d twenty. Sixteen. Okay. You open up your ration pack and there's f- divine fruits, ambrosial nectar, and celestial tea. You are resistant to any necrotic and radiant damage for one hour. Okay,
1: awesome. I start eating and I, just think, and I just thank God and all the other deities that I did not get the vegetarian omelet option.
0: Go ahead, Pam.
1: For those of you out there who are in the military, that's the worst thing you can yeah. get as an MRE.
0: Oh. It's horrible. And you get jalapeño cheese spread. Okay,
5: yeah.
0: I don't know if that's a 7 or a 1. That's a 7. Uh, no, that's a 1. You got a 1. There oh, you no. go. Oh no. Oh yay. Can, can I reroll? roll? Nope. <laughs> you open yours, and it's a slimy green gruel with unidentified chunks. I go what?
5: ahead and toss that and try again.
0: Okay, you only have two more ration packs to last you for the trip.
5: Yeah, I'm not eating. Actually, what? Okay. No, fuck it. I'll try it. I'll eat it.
0: Okay. Eating this, give me a... Medicine save please. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make a new ration sheet for campaign two. Oh boy. What you base this one off of? This is this is the one we use for campaign one. Oh.
1: <laughs> what is it? All that. Ah, Jesus. Whoa. Is
0: that another one? Three? Okay. Okay. Um you open Uh, let's see. You have a negative two penalty to all your checks, so basically you're you have disadvantage on all your checks for an hour. Okay. Okay. Elliot. Yep. D twenty.
3: I got seventeen.
0: You open yours, and it's a lavish assortment of exotic delicacies from far-off lands, accompanied by rare elixirs. This legendary feast gives you advantage on all throws for one hour.
3: Hey, nice.
1: Reminds me of some of the French Army uh, rations. Fun fact, the French Army have wine in their uh, meals ready to eat. Um, Oh, wow. Kara.
4: That's a three. Yeah. Okay. Better than mine.
0: Is it, Kara? You get a plain assortment of dried fruits, jerky. Actually, sorry, wrong one. Sorry. You get stale bread, hard cheese, and dried fish. Provides basic sustenance, but offers no bonuses or penalties. Why is it not bad.
3: That, Kara, that's
0: Like than so mine. strumming. Yeah. There's like so strumming in there.
3: Oh my god, so strumming
0: You're uh, basically eating cardboard. Yeah. Oh, thank That's you. like the All stinkiest
2: right,
0: fish
4: ever, right? It is. <laughs> I, 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 I put the fish... My favorite
0: number of the day. One, And I two. eat the rest. Oh. Um, you open yours and it's a concoction of unknown origin, consisting of mashed insects, fermented mushrooms, and murky liquid. Yeah, sure, why not? All right, give me a memory save, please. Oh, oh boy. Memory. Elliot, you and I have lucked okay. out.
3: I think so, too.
0: Hi. Bye. Know.
7: Second favorite number, three!
0: All right, so this is going to cause confusion for one hour, so... Anytime you make an action, you must roll a d4, and I will tell you the results. Any physical action, you will have to roll that for an hour.
2: So, you even going to bed? Yep. No, not going to oh. bed.
0: Um, Alright. So, are we staying here for a full eight hours, or are we continuing on? You uh, should stay more no yeah. yeah. Okay. So you gain no benefits yep. from sleeping. Because um, that's not how our game works. You <laughs> just feel rested, but yeah. you don't increase anything. Nothing like that happens because we don't do that shit in our game.
5: Especially because Chris and I had disadvantage. I had yeah. disadvantage. But
0: in- hour, though, that all goes away. Yeah. Because it only lasted for an hour. So yeah. that does go away. Um. All right. So you wake up. Would you like to eat again? No. I will. Was... No. I'm good. Okay.
3: We'll probably eat it like lunchtime.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just remember, you have to you have to eat at least once per day.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Or you will die. Oh, wow. Well, you'll start getting disadvantaged on all of your stuff.
6: Yeah,
0: you know, so, and with you guys, fair. you will die. Um. All right. So. As you continue, you see a mesmerizing panorama of ethereal beauty. The transition is marked by a gradual shift from rugged mountain terrain to the enchanting embrace of ancient forest. Verstormwood sprawls before you like an endless sea of towering trees. Their trunks adorned with mystical runes that pulse with a soft otherworldly glow. The forest canopy high above forms a natural tapestry of bioluminescent foliage,
6: Mm.
0: casting a gentle radiance upon the woodland floor. The air is filled with the sweet scent of enchanted blossoms and a delicate melody composed by the rustling leaves and distant whispers hangs in the atmosphere. The trees themselves, ancient sentinels of nature's wisdom, stand like majestic pillars, their branches intertwined to create a magical labyrinth of pathways luminescent flora carpets the ground illuminating the way with a soft ambient glow fey crossings shimmering portals to other parts of the fey wild flicker intimately offering glimpses into realms unknown are you gonna drink the woods?
3: um yeah yeah I'm also gonna pocket a leaf from the woods before I forget
0: okay um as you step into to Veil Stormwood, you feel the subtle hum of arcane energy in the air, a testament to the forest's deep connection to magic, the boundaries between the material plane and the Feywild blur, creating an ambiance of wonder and mystery, to roam where time dances with the leaves and the spirits of the ancient Sylvan guardians watch over the secrets hidden within the heart of the enchanted wood. Your journey through Veilstorm Wood leads you to a serene clearing bathed in the soft glow of enchanted flora. In the center of the clearing stands a colossal ancient tree. Its gnarled branches stretching towards the se- towards the sky like ethereal fingers. This tree, known as the Elder Tree, serves as a focal point for the mystical energies that course through the forest. Guess we need to
3: start looking for uh Sigils and/or challenge entrances.
4: Yeah. Uh, let's let's like. head
5: towards the tree. And I then, uh, go take from there. the book back out of my pocket
0: mm-hmm.
5: and I hold it out.
0: Okay. To um, see if
5: the arrow's still there, to see which way we should
0: go. It points right to the elder tree. All Looks right.
3: like we're going to the elder tree the tree we go.
0: Alright, as you approach, the Elder Tree's bark begins to shimmer with radiant energy, and its roots intricately entwined with luminescent vines create a mesmerizing pattern on the ground. The air around the Elder Tree vibrates with an almost musical harmony, resonating with the very heartbeat of the Veilstorm wood. At the base of the Elder Tree, you see a pool of iridescent water reflecting the myriad colors of the surrounding foliage. Ethereal wisps, reminiscent of playful spirits dance around the water's surface, creating a captivating display of light and shadow. The elder tree itself seems to emanate a quiet wisdom, inviting you to approach and commune with the ancient spirits of the forest. You gonna get closer? Um. Yes. Yeah, let's keep yeah. following the book. As yeah. you draw near, a voice, melodic and wise, echoes in your minds, introducing itself. Hello,
2: I am the spirits of the veil vale storm.
0: And Pleased to meet you. You see flashes in your mind, glimpses of the forest's history revealing that the heart of the wood conceals an ancient power, a key to unlocking the mysteries you seek.
2: I stand as a guardian
0: to proceed deeper into the wood. You must prove your intentions and respects for the delicate balance of nature. Okay. You must embark on a series of trials. With the completion of the trials, each one will awaken the forest more.
5: Okay.
2: There. First the trial
0: of harmony. And with that, the trial of harmony, you are transported into a dense thicket where enchanted flora reacts to your every movement and emotion. The air is filled with sweet fragrance of blossoms and vibrant hues of luminescent flowers illuminate the path. The trial of harmony requires (laughs) you to move through the thickets without disturbing the delicate balance of the magical plants. Okay. I put the book back in my
5: pocket. and Slowly, and
0: cautiously start walking. Okay. As you step forward, the flowers respond to your presence, glowing brighter when you approach. Um, Give me a, especially with your connection to the Fae, give me a memory check, please. So now that you lose your connection to the Fae. Really? No. <laughs> um, no, but you're you're kind of aggravated that you can't understand what's happening. And the, the plants begin to glow red.
5: I take a breath, calm down, and try again. Okay. 8 out of 10.
0: As you're doing this, you guess that the key is a calm state of mind. Negative emotions can cause them to react or emit unsettling vibrations. You notice that the enchanted plants seem to mirror your emotions.
5: I take a step back. And I tell the group, we need to control our emotions. And that have negative emotions because we have negative emotions that impacts the flowers.
3: I got anxiety, but I will try. So do I. And fun. a lot of shit. So
5: this is gonna be fun.
0: Yeah. Alright. So this is gonna be a group check. Everybody give me Let's do memory checks. Memory. Oh, son
4: of
0: a
7: bitch. Okay. Nine out of twelve. Okay. Fail. Ten out of twelve.
0: Ooh. I'm like going to hit the D10 dice. Hold on, hold on, guys. Cara, ten out of twelve. mm mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Do you want Done. to borrow one of mine?
0: A natural one. Another fail. Chris, what did you get?
7: My favorite number.
0: A natural two. one? A two. What What'd you get, Ben? Uh, 11 out of 12. Okay, so it's mostly a failure. So as you all begin to step, all of the plants begin to glow red. As you all begin to get frustrated. I
3: just try to calm down.
2: What are you guys
5: doing? Taking a deep breath. Keep
2: going. I'm going to
7: clench Check my amulet that allows me to commune with nature <laughs> get a little bit closer to nature. And
5: I'm going to clutch the pendant that my
3: patron gave me. You know what? I'm going to play my harp while we walk to see if that helps.
0: Okay. Everybody go ahead and give <laughs> me another memory, please. Ten out of twelve. Another memory? Mm-hmm. Five
5: out of
1: ten.
4: Uh, eight out of twelve. Okay. Nine out of twelve. Two?
0: So mostly a success. Yeah, mostly success. So the plants seem to calm down a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, I want the box again. And, and go to a colorful I'm going to steal all your
7: D10s in here and give you back the ones that don't like me.
0: As you continue to walk forward, I need it again, please.
5: Memory Nine out
1: of twelve.
7: Seven out of ten. Uh twelve
0: out of
4: twelve. Okay. Six
0: out of ten. Okay. Three out of twelve. Okay, mostly a success though. So you continue to take steps forward and the the flowers continue to glow bright colors. I need another one. Two out of twelve.
7: Ten out of twelve. Okay. Four out of ten. Seven out of
4: ten. Six out of twelve.
0: Kara saved it for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it be- they begin to continue to glow, <clears throat> and um, you, as you're walking, you begin speaking words of encouragement. Focusing on positive thoughts, moving with deliberate yet gentle steps as you cross the thicket. As you reach the end, the flora emits a soft and harmonious melody, signaling the completion of the Trial of Harmony. The path ahead opens, revealing a continuation to the next trial.
3: Alright, let's go.
0: The Trial of Balance presents you with a narrow and winding pathway suspended high above the forest floor.
5: Fuck you, asshole. You know I'm a klutz.
0: The path is fraught with magical obstacles that shift and sway in response to the movements of those who tread upon it. The air is thick with the sounds of rustling leaves and distant whispers adding an otherworldly ambiance to the challenge. Now, for this, everybody... Give me physical checks, please. You must succeed in four of them in group Uh, checks. Ten out of twelve. Okay.
5: Ten out of ten, baby!
0: Okay. Let's write that down. That's not going to happen again.
7: Nine (laughs) out of ten.
0: Okay.
3: I'm not Clipping that one for sure. Four
0: Four out out of eight.
4: Four out of ten.
0: Okay. Mostly a success. So, you begin... Teetering on this path Car you You start to slip a little bit But Pam grabs you And kind of helps you balance yourself Uh, Shit Um, Alright give me another one Well that is five out of 8 Is that a 1 Pam Yeah 8 out of 10
5: Crit success to crit
1: fail 9
0: out of 10 Okay, Okay, Kara saved it for us. Mostly a success. If Kara would have failed, that would have been a failure for everybody. So Pam goes to go down and Ben, you grab her at the last second and kind of bring her back up teetering.
5: Maybe I shouldn't have celebrated too soon. Another one. Eight Eight out of 12.
0: Eight out of eight.
7: Eight out of ten. Five out of ten.
4: Four out of ten.
0: Okay. Kara, you begin to teeter again, and Ben reaches actually around Pam and grabs you from behind oh. him. Let's just get through this. And one more as you guys are trying to keep your balance. Come on, guys,
3: you can do this. What the fuck? Eight out of 12. Yeah. Did you get another nat one?
1: I'm just gonna take this one since it kind of rolled. That's
0: okay? That's fine. Seven out of eight. Okay. What'd you get, Pam?
5: I even have to say it. Yes. What you get? One.
0: We get, We all can't see your dice.
5: That's a good thing.
0: Eight out of right. ten. Okay, Kara, what'd you get?
4: Seven out of ten.
0: Okay, so everybody <laughs> but Pam succeeded. Um. So, as you're moving through, magical illusions and distractions are attempting to throw you off balance. Phantom gusts of wind challenge your stability, and illusions of perilous drops appear at the edges of pathways. As you progress, the path becomes more treacherous, demanding increased coordination. Magical barriers react to any imbalance, adjusting their height and position dynamically. You make your way through, and the barriers stabilize, and in front of you, a passage reveals itself, leading deeper into the wood, into the next trial.
3: All right, let's go.
0: The next trial, the Trial of Communion, takes a place in a serene glade with a Veilstorm storm wood, where ancient trees form a natural canopy overhead, filtering the dappled sunlight. The air is charged with magical energy, and the glade resonates with a harmonious hum. In the center of the glade stands a magnificent tree known as the Arbor of Whispers. To prove your worth, <laughs> In the Trial of Communion, you must attune yourselves to the energies of the Veilstorm Wood. The Arbor of Whispers serves as a conduit to the forest magic. Its bark is adorned with intricate patterns that seem to shimmer with ethereal light. As you approach the tree, you feel a gentle presence in your minds, a telepathic connection with ancient consciousness of the Arbor. The tree presents you with a series of riddles and puzzles that require not only intellect, but also an intuitive understanding of the Forest's essence. The first. I dance in the morning breeze, whispering secrets to the trees. What am I? The wind. Everybody has to be in agreement.
3: Sounds like wind. What is it?
0: I dance yeah, it in the morning like... breeze, whispering secrets to the trees. It sounds like wind. yeah. That sounds wind like wind. Everybody air. Agree?
3: Yeah. The wind.
0: Yep. Okay. That is correct.
5: Um, wow I got it on the first I, I was the one that got it right? Damn yeah, that was the
0: easy one <laughs> I am born of the fears of the moon Or sorry I am born of the tears of the moon Nurtured by the laughter of the sun In the heart of the forest I weave the threads of life What am I? Tears of the moon
3: Well the moon controls water Yeah I was going to say water? I river. Can you repeat it really quick?
0: I am born of the tears of the moon,
7: mm-hmm.
0: nurtured by the laughter of the sun. In the heart of the forest, I weave the threads of life. What am I?
7: Water. I think it's a river. River. I think hmm. more specifically, a river. Are you sure?
0: Is I that your, just I'm water. just asking if that's your final answer. Yeah. Yeah. A river? Yeah. Alright, everybody make me... Memory checks, please. Memory saves. I don't save. Two. Two out of ten.
5: Out of twelve.
0: Three out of ten. Six out of twelve? Twelve out of twelve. Okay. So, if you fail one more time, you will start having disadvantage for each of you that fail. All right. (laughs) I am born of the Tears of the Moon. Nurtured by the laughter of the sun, in the heart of the forest, I weave the threads of life. What am I? Earth? Y'all are gonna kick yourselves.
4: A tree!
3: How is that the Tears of the Moon, though? That's what I'm confused about.
0: Okay. Um, everybody, if, alright, everybody roll me a memory check. I'll save a check. One. Nine out of twelve. Six out of ten. Eleven out
4: of twelve.
0: Nine out of ten. Okay, mostly success, so I will help. When we say tears, what's the word that usually comes after tear?
5: Drop.
0: Okay, so think about that and the tears of the moon nurtured by the laughter of the sun so what comes at night from the moon
5: darkness
0: no, light, comes at, light. no, the tears of the moon okay. what is that you you guys said it before water right? oh, wow. Yeah. but what is nurtured by the sun so yeah. what happens at night with water and it's still there in the morning
7: Morning
5: dew?
0: Morning dew? Oh, yeah. Dew oh, um, Dew,
3: dew drops. drops?
0: Dew drops, yes. So the tears of the moon are <laughs> the dew drops. Oh, they are nurtured God. by the laughter of the sun, because they are there mm. in the mornings. And in the forest, that is how the plants are watered. When there's no yeah. rain. Yeah.
4: Okay, dew drops. That, that
0: was a pretty deep one that I did. Yeah. I was feeling very intuitive writing that one. Um, okay, so I will count that as a success because you did succeed on your rolls. All right, I am the guardian of the of the nights with a cloak of silver light. What am I?
3: Twilight. Sunset.
0: Robert The Pattinson. moon.
3: Yeah, the, moon. the moon. The moon. Moon.
0: Everybody in agreement. Moon. Okay. That's correct. Alright, next one. I am the echo of a forgotten song, the shadow of a fleeting dream, in the realm where roots entwine, what am I?
4: I'm sorry, the the echo of the forgotten song.
0: I am the echo of a forgotten song, the shadow of a fleeting dream, in the realm where roots entwine, what am I?
3: I hate riddles.
2: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
3: <clears throat> See, the first part makes me think of a memory, but the last part throws me off. Mary, Loss? I don't think. No, it's the roots part. I don't think that's. I will say memory. the answer.
0: The answer is in the riddle.
3: Okay. Read again.
0: I'm the echo of a forgotten song, the shadow of a fleeting dream, in the realm where roots entwine. What am I?
3: Shadow Dream No
4: Shadow.
0: What happens when a song goes away? There's shadow. There's not a shadow.
3: Silence. Yeah, I could be silent. No, the an- the answer's
0: in here. Like, the actual answer is in there. I am echo? the Echo of a forgotten yeah, song, the shadow of a fleeting dream.
4: Echo? Echo. Oh, God. It has to be an
0: echo. Yeah. It is an echo. It is an echo. So, when a forgotten song ends, okay. it echoes in your mind. And then the shadows of a fleeting dream are called... Echoes. Dream echoes.
7: This is a shark said...
0: Ben loves baby shark. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, <laughs> in the dance wow. of seasons, <laughs> I wear many hues. I'm the artist of the forest, painting with vibrant views. What am I?
3: Leaves.
4: Tree.
0: And the dance, in the dance of seasons, I wear many hues. I'm the artist of the forest, painting with vibrant views. What am I?
3: It's gotta be leaves. The leaves themselves are what changes, not the trees. Yeah. I mean, besides shedding.
0: Yeah. I think <laughs> it's leaves. I'm gonna ask for specificity. Tree leaves. I'm yeah, gonna ask trees. for specificity. Autumn leaves. Thank you, Chris. Autumn oh. leaves. Autumn leaves. Oh. We're talking about the dance of seasons. Mo- most tree leaves are green. Mm, Till autumn. Rain. That's when they paint a beautiful hue. Yeah. And with that, a passage opens deeper into the Veilstorm Woods as you complete that trial. The Glade responds with a burst of harmonious energy and the ancient trees' patterns glow briefly with a radiant light, acknowledging your understanding and attunement to the forest mysteries. The next is the trial of preservation. It unfolds in a serene glade within Veilstorm Wood, where ancient trees stand like silent sentinels. As you enter the glade, a mystical aura envelops you and a voice echoes in your minds. Before you, you are. So, in here, I, I apologize, you are going to be preserving different things. Um. The first one is the preservation of wisdom. Before you, a massive ancient book materializes. Its pages contain the collective wisdom of the woodland creatures. To pass, you must answer all the questions about a delicate balance of the forest ecosystem, demonstrating your understanding of nature's interconnected web.
6: This
5: is why you put the shit in
0: there. Which species in the forest plays a crucial role in controlling insect populations? Preventing spiders. them from causing harm to trees and plants.
5: Spiders. Spiders.
0: Are you sure? Spiders.
3: It's either
1: spiders or birds. But I spiders, spiders do more, catch more bugs than birds.
3: Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Everybody, give me a memory save, please.
3: Two. Out of twelve. Three out of
0: ten. Ten out. Eight out of, eight out ten. Out of ten. Okay, that's a success. You get another chance. One more time? Which species in the forest plays a crucial role in controlling insect populations, preventing them from causing harm to trees and plants? I know this from planting my own stuff. These? Because you can actually buy these things and put them in your garden. Snails? No. Um,
4: no. Uh, carnivorous plants.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Pam, give me oh. a oh. memory check. Oh,
4: ladybugs!
5: They are bugs. There you go. Ladybugs!
0: Ladybugs do oh. not eat plants. Well, Good good thing you knew that
3: yeah. because I failed. Yes. Sorry, I, 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 I had a, I had I a, a, a deep,
5: deep it.
0: Yeah, yes. see I
3: thought of ladybugs. So, I thought I no, they're bugs too.
0: No, ladybugs, yes, they are bugs, but they do not eat plants. They are actually carnivorous. Um, and they yes. eat yeah. every they eat the worms and everything they eat through your plants. So if you are planting a garden, you can actually buy ladybugs to put in your garden. Huh. And they are great to have around. That's why we actually get a lot around here. Um, All right. In the cycle of life, fallen leaves and plant debris return valuable nutrients to the soil. What is this process called?
5: Decomposition.
0: How does it contribute to the health of the forest?
5: It fertilizes the ground.
0: Recycles essential elements. That's correct. All right. Now, this one, because it's specific to this area, I will have whoever wants to do it make a check. If you succeed, then you will get the right answer. Name two plant or animal species in Veilstorm Wood that demonstrate the diversity of life in the forest. Explain how their presence contributes to overall balance of the ecosystem.
5: I'll do it.
0: Okay. Uh, Give me a memory check, please. Seven out of ten? I'm going to send this to you so you can answer it. You said seven out of ten? Yeah. Okay. So it would be the
5: two examples of plant or animal species are the silver fern leaf a unique? species and the moon shadow owl. An owl with a distinctive coloration. Their presence contributes to the overall balance by enhancing the variety of life.
0: That is correct. Next one, second to last question. If you want to take it or somebody else can, describe an adaptation displayed by specific tree or plant in Balestorm Wood that helps it thrive in the unique conditions of the forest. How does this adaptation contribute to the forest preservation? Who would like to make a memory check for that? Uh,
4: Sure, why not?
0: Okay, go ahead.
4: Please don't screw me over. 12 out of 12.
0: There you go. Here is your answer.
4: (laughs) A specific example of adaptation is the luminera tree, which has developed Bioluminescent properties in its bark to thrive in the low-light conditions of the forest. This adaptation helps the tree attract insects for pollination and disperse its seeds effectively.
0: It's one of my new trees. I mean, um, all right. Last question: How can humans positively contribute to the preservation of balestorm wood? Without disrupting its natural balance, provide at least two sustainable practices that promote harmony between the forest and its human neighbors.
7: But not being in, not in character, by humans not being humans.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Who wants to take it? I'll roll. Okay.
3: 11 out of 12.
0: Okay. All right. There you go. And this, uh, everybody that's watching, please uh, follow these practices in real life that Elliot's about to say.
3: We can positively contribute to the preservation of Veilstorm wood by adopting sustainable practices such as limited logging, promoting reforestation, and respecting designated trails to minimize disturbance to the natural habitat. Supporting confirmation efforts and educating others about the importance of the forest can contribute to its well-being as
0: well. Only you can prevent forest fires. Mm. But, seriously, in real life, follow those practices. So, with that, you go to the next part of this the Guardians of Growth. So, as you stay in about the same place, you encounter mystical tree spirits known as Arbor Wardens. These spirits challenge you to prove your commitment to preserving life. Each of you must nurture and protect a sapling until it grows. This test requires patience, empathy, and a connection to the natural world. Ben, mm-hmm. you get a sapling. This is the Flameleaf Oak. The Flameleaf Oak Sapling is known for its vibrant, fiery colored leaves and sturdy build. Um, what you're gonna do is I'm going to have you give me, um, we're gonna go ahead and do medicine checks on this. Uh, mm-hmm. You're gonna do four checks, you have to, past two to succeed.
1: All right. So I have odd train so uh s- That's 6. There's a 9. That's a 9 See the dot. Oh yeah. Uh 9 out of 12. Okay, success. Oh, another 9.
0: Success. Keep going. That's 2. Okay. That's an eight. You succeeded on at least two. So, um, as you begin to nurture this thing, uh, the process is sped up, but it begins to grow right in front of you. Into this, it's actually alive. Um, It's almost—it's almost like mandrakes. Um, So they—they kind of—it's kind of in this pot, and you're—you're growing this thing. Pam, you get the tranquil willow. The tranquil willow sapling features graceful cascading branches and leaves that exude a calming aura. I need you to do some medicine checks, please. You need four. You must succeed on two. Ten
2: Okay. Five
5: waterfall.
0: Okay. Two on you have to succeed on the next one. Two out of one out of twelve. Okay. And with that, your willow dies.
7: I have a black
5: thumb.
0: Yeah. Now, because of that, everybody else must succeed.
6: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: Actually, the majority of you have to succeed. So there can be two failures and three successes. All right, Elliot, you have the Harmony right. Maple. The Harmony Maple sapling is characterized by its well-balanced branches and vibrant, harmonious colors. Uh, go ahead and give me your checks, please.
3: Four out of 12. Okay, fail. Two out of 12.
0: Fail. Three out
3: of 12.
0: That's a fail. Your maple dies.
5: Chris right. and Kara, I hope you have green You guys have, have to succeed.
0: All right, Kara, you get the Ethereal Blossom. It's a sa- This sapling boasts otherworldly luminescent flowers that bloom in a captivating display. Go ahead.
4: Four out of twelve. Okay. Three out of twelve.
0: Okay. Nine
4: out of twelve.
0: Okay.
3: One. 12, Twelve! There
0: you go! Success! So all we know now Ooh. is we need
5: Chris to succeed.
0: <laughs> the one who's been rolling the worst. Yeah, no
5: pressure.
0: Chris, yours is the thunderclap pine. This sapling is hardy and resilient with needles that emit a faint humming sound reminiscent of distant thunder. Go ahead.
7: No! 10 out of 10. Okay.
3: Okay. Go ahead.
7: 3 out of 10. Okay. 2 out of 10. Okay. Oh boy. You guys ready?
3: No. (laughs) fuck. Well, you
7: got a 10. 10. Does that
3: count as 2?
0: I will allow it. As long as you did not get a crit fail, I will allow the crit success. No, I got 4 two. out of 10. No, no, no. I know, but you got a 10 out of 10 before. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you a success on that.
6: Oh. So that's going to count as
0: 2. So, Pam! Yours died. Elliot, yours died. The rest of you, yours succeeded. So, with that, you move on to the next part of this trial, which is elemental harmony, this is gonna test your connections. We, I normally start with Ben, but he took a bio break. So Pam, you encounter a shadowy realm filled with illusions and mystical darkness, reflecting your warlock abilities. Your challenges to navigate through the shadows, discerning real threats from illusions and demonstrating your command over the shadowy aspect of your pact. Success involves traversing the shadowy landscape without being deceived. So these are going to be memory checks You need four actually we're gonna do six and you need to succeed on three hey. Pray for me guys
7: <laughs> I pray for you
5: Three out
7: of ten Fail
2: I pray hard <laughs>
5: Five out of ten. Success. Okay.
0: Two out of ten. Fail. <laughs> fail one more, it's done.
5: I'm
0: done. Alright, that's a fail. Pam that gets, was a
5: natural one.
0: Pam gets trapped in the darkness. No, you don't, you just fail. Pam, you come falling out of some pocket dimension and hit the ground.
5: Well, I suck.
0: Then, you are by yourself. Oh boy. So, you face a terrain filled with boulders and rocky obstacles, symbolizing your strength and resilience as a fighter. Your challenge involves moving, lifting, and arranging these heavy elements using your physical prowess. You are going to do physical checks. You have six of them, you must succeed in three.
1: Okay, well, no, not fessing about here, good day out. Physical, you said? Yep. All right. 2 out of 8. Fail. 3 out of 8. Fail. 5 out
0: of 8. Okay, that one succeeds. Again? Oh yeah, you're doing 6. 7 out of 8. Okay. 8 out of 8. And that's it. So you're... Move in these boulders, breaking stuff, you succeed as you pop out of this other dimension and land. Nice! Alright, Elliot. Okay. You face a series of resonating chambers filled with sound waves, aligning with your musical abilities as a bard. Your challenge involves creating harmonious tunes and manipulating sonic frequencies to traverse the chambers. So... You are going to do an instruments check, okay, for these, which I'm assuming you put pump stuff into as a bard.
3: Uh, it's trained. Okay. I wanted to do a lot of magical.
0: All right, so do six checks, please. You must succeed on three.
3: Four out of ten. Fail. Two out of ten. Fail. Come on. (sighs) Eight out of ten.
0: Success. Two. Fail. You pop out, hit the ground just like Pan does. Alright. That's
5: Elliot, did you suck as bad as I did?
0: Yeah. Probably. Chris and Cara, you must succeed.
7: God damn right. Can I go first? I don't want to be left to up to
0: this. <laughs> Again.
3: Yeah, put all what? the pressure on your wife.
0: Yep. Sure, I'll let you go first. Yes. It. Chris, you encounter a magical glade where the Flora and fauna respond to your druidic powers Your challenge involves seamlessly shifting between different animal forms showcasing your mastery over shape-shifting and the primal aspects of nature For you you are going to do um we're going to do restoration for this Okay
7: Five out of ten. Success. Four out of ten. Fail. I hate you. It turned on the last one. Second. Two out of ten.
0: Did it was a cocked.
7: It basically rolled off my dice roll and then changed its thing. So I don't know cocked. if that. Be... Just go ahead and Okay. It. Seven out of ten.
0: Okay. Success. Ten out of ten. That's three successes. So you come out and you land in success. All right, Kara. Yes. Kara, you confront a realm engulfed in flames representing your draconic sorcerer abilities. Your challenge is to control and channel fire showcasing your affinity for the dragon's elemental breath. Success involves manipulating the flames with precision and demonstrating control over the fire elements. Because it's fire, you're doing destructive.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Give me six checks, please.
4: Oh, fuck, that was a two out of eight.
0: Okay, fail.
4: That was a one out of eight.
0: Okay, fail.
4: Six out of eight. Success. another one
0: okay uh all right so you fall out um everybody give me give me medicine checks please medicine chip yes four out of twelve group roll Six out of eight. Oh, 12 out of 12.
5: Five out of 12.
0: She got card. One. Alright, I'm going to count this as a success because of Ben's crit. Which means you succeed in the entire trial. Thanks to Ben. <sighs> Alright. Thank you. So... A radiant energy begins to emanate from the core of the Veilstorm Wood. The ambient magic in the air becomes harmonized, resonating with the elemental attunement of each of you. The saplings, representing the Guardians of Growth, start to glow with vibrant energy. As a collective force, your accomplishments trigger a transformation within the Veilstorm Wood. The previously turbulent and chaotic atmosphere begins to settle, and a soothing aura of balance permeates the surroundings. The path ahead becomes clear, leading you deeper into the heart of the Enchanted Forest. The Guardians of Growth, the saplings tended by you, start to grow rapidly, reaching towards the sky with a newfound vitality. Each sapling now bears a unique emblem that symbolizes the elemental essence harnessed during the Trials. These emblems form a radiant pattern, echoing the harmony achieved by you. As you press forward... The atmosphere in the Veilstorm Wood undergoes a remarkable change. The once turbulent and chaotic woodland begins to transform into a serene and mystical realm. The towering trees adorned with ethereal foliage create a natural canopy that diffuses the dappled sunlight into mesmerizing patterns on the forest floor. As you progress, you encounter ancient stone archways adorned with elven runes, marking the entrances to sacred clearings within the woods. These clearings serve as sanctuaries for mystical creatures and ancient spirits that coexist harmoniously with the enchanted forest. The path ahead <laughs> leads you deeper into the Veilstorm Wood, where profound and tranquil energy beckons you forward. It becomes evident that this forest, once a realm of chaos, has embraced a newfound harmony guided by your successful completion of the Trials." Um, You begin to feel a subtle resonance with the enchantments of the forest. A rhythmic pulse of magic seems to synchronize with your own essence, creating a connection between you. In this heightened state of attunement, you start to perceive glimpses of ancient memories embedded within the very fabric of the forest. Wisps of ethereal visions flicker like elusive shadows, revealing moments of elven celebrations, arcane rituals and the eons-old dance between natural and magical forces. The forest responds to your presence with benevolent gestures. Enchanted Flora seems to part graciously to create a seamless pathway, and the ambient light intensifies as if the very trees are sharing their essence with you. Luminescent butterflies drawn to your harmonious aura flutter around you in a dazzling display of colors. The Guardian, with an ethereal grace, extends a hand in welcome and speaks in a melodic voice. You have brought balance to Veilstorm Wood, and in return, the heart of the forest reveals itself to those who seek its secrets. Approach seekers of harmony and commune with the essence that binds this realm. Do you follow? Yep. Yes. Yes. It, yes. Yeah. He guides you to a majestic altar, adorned with shimmering crystals and verdant vines that pulse with magical energy. Atmosphere is charged with a blend of ancient wisdom and living essence of the forest. He gestures towards the altar, inviting you to place your hands upon it uh, upon its smooth surface. I
5: go
0: and place my hands on the s- s- surface. Yep. Sure. Yeah, i follow <clears> him. <throat> okay. As you do, a gentle hum resonates through the grove, and a kaleidoscope of ethereal lights weaves around you, intertwining with the magic that courses through your veins. Suddenly, you find yourselves enveloped in a vision, a profound communion with the spirits of the forest. You witness the eons-long cycle of Veilstorm Wood, from its inception as a sanctuary for mystical energies, to its guardianship by ancient beings. The trials you faced were a rite of passage. A harmonic dance with the forest's essence. The Guardian's voice echoes in your minds. You are now bound to the heart of the Veilstorm wood. Its magic flows within you and yours within it. As the protectors of this realm, you carry the legacy of balance and harmony. Go forth, champions, and may the wisdom of the wood guide your steps. With that, the Guardian dissipates into a cascade of glowing motes, leaving you standing in the sacred grove attuned to the very soul of the forest. You emerge from the Veilstorm Wood. The vibrant hues of the enchanted forest give way to the dreary sights of the once thriving village. What was once a haven of tranquility now lies in ruins. Buildings are scorched. Remnants of homes crumble and the air is thick with an eerie stillness. This is the village you were just at that Charlie and everybody else lives in. Looks destroyed. Oh shit. I'm
3: running to it. I am doing the same
6: thing.
7: I'm I'm gonna be watching the trees just in case.
0: Okay, the devastation extends beyond the physical structures. The village's heart seems to have been ripped out. The lively chatter of of townsfolk has been replaced by an ominous silence. The once... Sorry. uh, uh, The once-bustling streets are now desolate and the absence of familiar faces hangs in the air like a haunting specter. Panic and confusion grip you as you rush through the ruined village, searching for any signs of life or answers to the unfolding tragedy. Desperation sets in as you realize that the very place you sought to protect has become a haunting echo of its former self. Amid the ruins, you notice a familiar figure missing. Charlie. Her absence raises alarming questions, adding to the enigma of the village's downfall. A sense of urgency propels you forward as you navigate the wreckage, each step revealing more layers of despair. The once vibrant community has been replaced by an unsettling stillness leaving you to grapple with the harsh reality that your journey is far from over. Haunted by the destruction of missing villagers, you must now unravel the mysteries that shroud the once-beloved village and confront the limiting threat that has disrupted the fragile peace you sought to preserve. And with that, that's where we end tonight. So, as the pages of the Chronicles of the dam close for now, The echoes of your adventures shall linger in the annals of time. May the tales you've woven inspire dreams and kindle the fires of imagination. Until we meet again, remember that the realms of wonder and mystery await your return. Farewell, brave travelers. Until the next chapter unfolds in this ever-changing storybook. Storybook. Safe journeys, and may destinies embrace guide you onward. Good night, everybody. Good night. night.